Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 10 of Trail Talks. In this episode, we will be talking to Shayna, better known as Stumbles on the Trail. She completed a northbound thru-hike of the Pacific Crest Trail this year in 2021 as her first ever long-distance backpacking trail. In this episode, we talk about how social media creates an unrealistic picture of thru-hiking, how taking time off trail kills momentum, and how a thru-hike gives you perspective on a more minimalist lifestyle. We hope you enjoy episode 10 of Trail Talks. Are live. Hello. Hello. Through hikers, we have a question for you. Drop it down in the comments. If you could only hike to one song, through hike to one song from one album, only one song, the entire trail, what would it be? What would yours be? Uh, I actually have no idea what it would be. Hmm. It would probably be. TikTok by Kesha. Wow. It would not be TikTok no. by Kesha. What would yours be? I'm pretty sure mine would be Carry On My Wayward Son from by Kansas. Oh, you, you went with a real choice. Yeah, well, it's a song I listen to a lot, and it's so long, so there's a, lots of variety within it, and it's like a good pump-up, like, walking song. Take Me Home, Country Roads, John Denver. <laughs> All right, welcome back to episode 10, everybody. We hope you're enjoying... Our live stream. It is a beautiful day here in Seoul, and we are very excited to go live. Um, if this is your first time, welcome. We hope you're enjoying putting faces uh, to some of the people that you follow on social media, mm-hmm. some of the through hikers you follow. Um, exciting news, as always, we're putting this on Spotify. Just like last week, I am slacking as always, trying, trying my hardest to get on top of it. They're coming eventually. Um, in this episode, we will be talking to Shayna. Um, very excited because Shayna and I actually went to high school together, and I didn't know that there was someone else from high school that also through hiked a long trail. So, very excited, and she is our first PCT through hiker on Trail Talks. So, do you have anything else to Let's say? Let's invite her on. Let's do it. All right. Boop boop boop. Here we go. Here we go. Go wait. There she is. Hello. Hello. How's it going? How are you? It's going great. How are you? Good. This is my first live video ever. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yeah. Um nice. So let's so where are you calling from? Are you calling from Jersey? Yeah. I, I like just got home on Thursday, so I've been home ever since. So I'm back in my bedroom and on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> how, does, how does it feel? I remember coming back from the through hike and it just feeling like a trip being at, back at home. Yeah, it was definitely so real and it almost feels like my whole hike was a dream. Like, did that even happen? And it's like, everything's like back to normal or like nothing's really changed when you get home. Yep. So I truly didn't miss anything, <laughs> but it's definitely really weird. But it feels really nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm sure you guys know. <laughs> yeah. How's, how, how's it been, like, telling your friends and telling your family about it? Have they seemed interested at all, or have they just been, like... Yeah. No, I think it's just, like, a 
crazy thing, especially, I don't know, Molly, are you also from New Jersey? Yeah, I grew up yeah. in Roxbury. Yeah. Okay, cool. So like, just like being from New Jersey, backpacking just is not as big. Mm-hmm. And um, just from like the get go, like talking about this whole trail just seems so bizarre. Um, but yeah, I don't, <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy. And I can't believe it happened. But um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, I understand. When wait, when did you finish? Has it been? It's been just like over a week now. Yeah, I finished on the thirteenth. Um, so maybe like a little bit over a week okay. at this point. Ten days. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Fresh off. Um. Okay. Cool. So, are you, are you a year older than us? Are you twenty five, twenty six? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I graduated maybe like a year, yeah, I think a year after you guys, in terms of high school. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you you left Parsippany. Can you just like run me through what, what did you oh, do yeah. after Parsippany? Where did you go to school? College, yeah, so right? I graduated Parsippany Hills High School in like 2014. Mm-hmm. Then I went to TCNJ, and then I went there, you know, your normal four years of school. Mm-hmm. Graduated, started work right out of school. And then I was like working for about like three years. Um, And then I was like working in New York and then just like some background. I like worked at an advertising agency. So I was, you know, like the hustle and bustle (laughs) of the big apple. Um, So I did that and then basically ended up just quitting my job because, you know, I wanted to do this grand hike. And and then basically that's where my life is now (laughs) (laughs) after I did that hike. Oh, so was this like a uh, like spur of the moment decision or was this something you had thought about doing for a while? Like how much thought went into it before deciding this is the year I'm through hiking? Yeah, it's um, it was kind of a mix. It was mainly a spur of the moment thing because I really only got into backpacking. Like speaking from now, I only got into it about like a year and a half ago. And it was honestly like around like the whole hectic thing with COVID I'm just like oh I want to be outside more I want to pick up something and then I just wanted to do like car camping I started with car camping and Mm -hmm. it quickly turned into backpacking which is like the extreme of camping (laughs) (laughs) so I I kind of like just jumped into that and then um it was actually Danny it was maybe your Facebook post where you guys like announced your AT through hike and then I was like what's in what's the AT (laughs) and I started googling and and you know how it works. You go onto YouTube yep. and then you get into like Down the rabbit hole. whirlwind and I'm like <laughs> looking at all these hikes. Um, so basically I just, I got sucked in and I was initially thinking about doing the AT because that was the first one I learned about. And then I saw like so many more videos. I was like, oh, if I do one, which one do I want to do? And I kind of want to like get away from the East Coast. So yeah. yep. I, I, I shot for this one. <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah. Yeah, the PCT is definitely more beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and what they say is that you can't, you can't compare any of them. They're just so different. Um, and I met so many AT through hikers when I was doing the, when I was doing the PCT and they were like, they can't say that they liked one over the other. It's just mm-hmm. so completely different. But a yeah. lot of AT people love AT. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're definitely. Yeah, it's a bit of a cult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> um. So wait, what was your first backpacking trip or like what was your first memories of like getting into outdoor recreation? 
my very first trip was on the AT. It was like in the New Jersey section. So like I just did, um, I think it was maybe only, it was like a 10 mile hike in and 10 mile hike out to Raccoon Ridge, if you guys are familiar with oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, so I went there and then, um, it's so funny, my friend just texted me, I like the AT better. He must be watching. <laughs> 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 but I went on the on Raccoon Ridge and oh my god it was so much it was so hard but it was like 10 miles in 10 miles out and that was my first backpacking trip and then all my other trips have basically been on the AT because it was like just so easy to do yeah and then it was just like a really cool spot to just like meet other people that are hiking and stuff absolutely yeah did you were you at a time when there were other like through hikers going through or is it just other backpackers um I went through when it was like honestly I didn't meet too many through hikers and it's funny because I I met um Knoxville the oh. he's, I believe he was on your show before yeah, yeah, you met, you met yeah, yeah. he was like doing a flip-flop and I think that he was actually the very first through hiker I've ever met in my life and like I didn't even know what flip-flopping was and I was like whoa well, I think I, I took a picture of him on top of like the fire tower um mm -hmm. yeah on a separate trip <laughs> but that was probably the first through hiker i ever met and then probably the only through hiker met until i did the pct wow yeah. wow <laughs> small world yeah yeah that's a that's a guy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we cool. can't put them a bunch <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah so you did just a bunch of solo backpacking in the beginning i was mainly doing it with my boyfriend at the time because we like kind of uh like got into the whole thing together and then eventually just yeah we were just doing it together and it actually wasn't my first time solo hiking until I went on the PCT wow. so like my first time sleeping in a tent by myself was like on day one and I'm like what wow <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out I know <laughs> did you have any fears or reservations this is like before the through hike did you have any yeah. fears or reservations um like sleeping in the woods and like going out backpacking just since it's not a big culture thing right. in New Jersey to go do it not really I never really felt like scared at any point and maybe only maybe further down when I was like solo camping more and I would hear strange noises I would get kind of spooked but for the most part, I'm just, like, such a deep sleeper, so nothing really, like, fazed me too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. If a bear came by, I'm sure I wouldn't notice. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I'm pretty lucky. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. Mm, so, so I guess you said you decided to do the PCT, what, like, eight, eight months before, eight, nine months before doing it? Yeah, um, I around there, I think I was just like watching like so many YouTube videos. And every time I would watch these videos, I was like, Oh, like I could do that. Like, or yeah. I'm gonna do that. But then I was really just like all talk, no action. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess it was around that time where I started just like buying like better gear. So I was like subconsciously kind of prepping for it. But like, mm -hmm. just just to set me up. And it wasn't until I got my permit. Um, it was January, like end of January, where I got my permit, mm -hmm. where I was like, oh, okay, I have a permit. Like, I can actually do this. And <laughs> that's when I was, like, really shifting into gear and, like, getting more into mm -hmm. prep mode. <laughs> how was breaking it to your, um, how was breaking it to your family and friends? Um, I would say friends for the, 
for the like I think all my friends were super supportive of it like they were shocked obviously but they were like what are you doing (laughs) but they thought it was really cool like maybe like I'm going through midlife crisis that's what they were kind of like (laughs) thinking um my family thought I was absurd though we just never went camping as a family either so it's just like a completely different concept um and my mom was probably like just so against it (laughs) and like she like really really just didn't understand like through hiking at all but then eventually with like a few months in she really warmed up to it and now she's like super supportive Uh, but yeah a lot of different like mixed reactions to the hike (laughs) yeah i understand my asian mother my asian mother has an asian uh mentality of that i'm going to become a doctor one day and when i said mom i'm gonna walk in the woods she's like oh are you gonna be a doctor afterwards and i'm like no 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 (laughs) (laughs) but yeah eventually she she was she came around she came around yeah (laughs) it's a hard it was a hard conversation to have yeah um so this is going back to the gear side of it when did you start buying gear like how soon before I mean I guess for your backpacking trips but how soon did you start really prepping for PCT gear um I would say so I started like end of March I start my start date was March 29th I think I was really like buying like gear around like October November Mm, yeah yeah it was a little rushed yeah (laughs) Um, did you did you do like just a lot of research online and just started buying pieces there? Or did you like go into an REI and? Um, so I had like, you know, I had like some gear from like when I first started backpacking, but like, you know, as you guys know, like you go through a lot of reiterations of gear. So yes. I really didn't use most of the stuff I already had. Um, so it was really, again, like YouTube was just like my Bible. And yeah. <laughs> I would religiously watch all these gear videos um, constantly. And I would use that was like my main resource in terms of just um, figuring out like what type of gear I want to use. Um, yeah, I was like looking at specific like PT, PCT gear videos, but I'm not sure if like at that point in time, I was like, oh, they're all the same. I was looking at, like, AT gear videos, CDT gear videos, like, all of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole rabbit hole in its own. Yeah. Just, like, going yeah, down that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what was – so, you started on March 29th. What was getting to the Southern Terminus like? Did you fly into San Diego? Did you fly into L.A.? So, I flew into San Diego, and then I – took an uber all the way to campo what a oh, wow yeah um so at i if i were to go back and tell myself something i probably would have been like to maybe get in contact with like a trail angel or something but at that point in time i didn't even know what a trail angel was i was like who are these strangers like i am not talking to this stranger on the <laughs> and getting in their car yep <laughs> so i mean now <laughs> i think differently but a lot of the friends that i've had like that's what they did they kind of got in cahoots with um with the trail angel and then that was just like a great experience in general like they had trail angels kind of tour them around the city got them to campo but nice. i just got to an uber and <laughs> and just got dropped off um so that's how i got there and then i ended up camping the day before i started my hike i camped out at like this horse camp it was like a 
like really close to the terminus. Um, so that's how I started. And there was like a, there was a handful of us there. There was like maybe like 10 people that were camped out the day before just so we could get like an early start the next day. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. That's about mm, did you did you talk to your Uber driver? Did you like say what you were doing? And did oh, they, yeah. <laughs> did they how did that conversation go? My Uber driver, it's like crazy because um, I don't know. I guess it's the same thing with here because a lot of people from like the East Coast don't know about the ET. But likewise with California, there are a lot of people that don't know about the PCT. So yeah. um, my Uber driver included, <laughs> he had like no idea what I was doing. And like, he sees just like a solo girl, like hop in his car. And he's like, are you sure? <laughs> and he was just asking me all these things. And it was kind of psyching me out. He was like, oh, like, is that safe? Um, like, what are you going to do in so-and-so case scenario? Like, just, like, badgering me with all these questions. You know, it came from, like, a good place. Um, yeah. But I was like, you know, I already thought about all this stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, he thought I was kind of crazy, too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. We we had some Uber rides on the AT, and they're so – they treat us like we're complete aliens. Mm -hmm. They're like, what? What are you? Like, what is happening right now? You're like, oh, I'm a human, like, doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just remember the one experience when we called one, and we had been, like, a couple days out. And so the guy came in, like, he didn't want us to sit in his car, basically, because we were so dirty. And <laughs> He, like, put towels down on the seats, and he was, like, patting the towels. He's like, yeah. you can put your butt right there. <laughs> I felt so bad. <laughs> well, at least he didn't deny you of a ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, what was the what was the lottery system like um, when you got your permit in January? Did you yeah. get the date you wanted? Was March twenty ninth the one, the one? Yeah, I was. Um, I was kind of flexible around just like end of March, because I like the main bubble will start around like more so like mid April. I think that's when like the most concentrated amount of people start. Um, and I didn't do too much training for this hike, so I was like, okay, I'm going to pick, like, a little earlier of a date, not too early, so I can just get in the groove of it. Um, so I, I just shot for, like, mid, or sorry, end of March, and I ended up getting March 29th, and it was mm -hmm. pretty open. Actually, there were, like, a handful of spots, even though I was pretty, like, behind in terms of, like, the line, like, the virtual line, um, so I got pretty lucky. I don't know too many people that couldn't get like a like a time that they wanted so yeah nice mm -hmm. did you like did you like the start date was that like the perfect spot to do it in for me i would say i think i got the best time slot ever <laughs> yeah. or i feel like it gave me en enough time to like adjust to like adjust to the hike um it was a little bit earlier so it wasn't <clears throat> so the desert wasn't as hot uh which i think was super helpful because I'm just not used to like the desert. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I, I was happy with the date that I went with. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was, so what was your first day on trail like? Was there like a lot of people that started? Or uh, l let me back up. What was the Southern Terminus like? Just cause I see like a lot of different, you're next to just a wall, right? It's just yeah. like the Canadian, or the Canadian, the Mexican border. Yeah. And then just the a, pillar. The pillar in the middle of the desert right yeah it's like so strange like you get dropped off um like in campo california 
And if you camp out there the night before, you just hear like border patrol are just like driving all night. It's like super loud. And so you don't get any rest the day before. I mean, that's <laughs> for me. It was also nerves. And yeah. then um, you kind of like walk up to the terminus and also you like see the wall that you're like approaching and you're like, oh, well, that's Mexico. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, you do the classic, like you put your hand through like the wall so you could say you started in Mexico. Oh, okay. And then um, you just like hop onto this like little thing and it just like doesn't really feel like real life, but mm-hmm. I was just rolling with it. There were some other people there. They didn't seem like super nervous. So I was just like, I'm not nervous either. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that was like my first day it went really well um and I think it was like tough because when you first start like you start off with like a really big water carry and so you just get used to like the desert like real fast um you get to you do like four miles it's like your first water source and then there isn't one for like 15 miles so yeah that was an experience (laughs) um did, did you watch the movie wild before starting it's so funny because I didn't, um, and then everyone will ask you, like, oh, did you watch Wild? Mm, yeah. um, I didn't, but I actually just watched it for the first time on my plane ride back home. Like, <laughs> the, like on the air, the the airplane, like, had it as one of the options. I was like, oh, this is fitting. So, <laughs> so I watched it, and then, yeah, there's only, like, this much of the trail on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she gets to Kennedy Meadows on, like, day 12, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. What was your mindset trying to tackle the desert? Um, I think that, so I truly, and I truly thought the desert was going to be flat because it's a desert, you know? Um, yeah. But no, the desert was not flat at all. <laughs> so like, scrap that. Don't think about the desert being flat if when you guys do it. Um <laughs> So this is coming from someone that hasn't done the AT, but it wasn't like super flat. So I was just like, what the heck? And (laughs) I was like struggling a lot harder than I thought, just kind of like from the beginning, like I had issues with shoes. Mm -hmm. I had just like issues just being physically prepared. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I just like took it slower. I, I was doing more like lower I was do I think I was like shooting for like 15 miles a day. Um I know like the PCT and AT, you know, totally different in terms of mm-hmm. mileage. Um but honestly, I probably should have shot a little bit less than 15, but I did 15 anyways. And I was starting off doing like 15 mile days in the desert and then eventually like I acclimated pretty well. Um and then I was just kind of holding that mile pretty consistent just so like I could kind of get used to it. So Nice. Yeah. Did you start with like a really heavy pack? Like, were there lots of things that you had packed that you're like, I don't need this dropping it off at the first town? <laughs> I honestly kind of kept it pretty bare bones. I just um, would always, I think my, it's like, I guess not really a big issue, but I would just always carry so much food. Mm-hmm. Like I was always rolling into town with, I could do not like three or four days of food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> whatever. And I, I think that was really where like most of like my pack weight was coming from just like that extra yeah. security of food. And I also just like, didn't have, I, you know, I thought that I'd be more hungrier than I was, but really like my hiker hunger didn't kick in. I feel like it took like a month or something. Like I, it yeah. was like, it took a while. And yeah. I guess the desert heat also kind of just like took away from like my appetite. Uh, 
so it was just like kind of like forcing myself to eat but yeah in terms of like gear and stuff I don't think I I try to keep it pretty minimal I carried stuff that I could hang my food with but no one hangs their food on the PCT. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one hangs it on the AT either. No. Oh, really? Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like the first two weeks on trail and then... It's you, a pillow. And then it's a pillow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because like... Um, but also on the PCT, I don't even think you have the option really because none of the trees can really... Like they're... Hold they're it. a lot of like pine trees or like there's just no trees. So... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't even have the option, so you don't have to feel bad as much. <laughs> yeah. Mm, was there any fear-mongering in the beginning? Like, talking about, like, hanging. Was there any people that acted like they already... Like, what gear you're carrying, how many miles you do in a day, oh, you're not going to make it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like not really but I feel like right off the bat like when I went into my first trail town it was like mile like 77 and then like I like took my first zero so then I kind of like lost like all the people that I didn't really know or sorry um, I kind of lost the people that I became like recently acquainted with and yeah. I met like a bunch of new people and then right off the bat I feel like they were kind of like oh like how many miles are you doing a day um I felt like they were kind of like gauging me, you know, like, oh, yep. what kind of hiker are you? And I'm like, I have no idea what kind of hiker I am. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of, I feel like I kind of felt that in the beginning, but not really in terms of fear mongering. I maybe like, maybe with like the snow, because um, like around Mount Jacinto, there was like a snow patch and I feel like that people were getting really scared. I actually bought an ice axe very early on because I was a little scared and I never mm. used it. So, <laughs> so it's definitely, it's definitely out there. <laughs> yeah. 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 I understand that. Mm -hmm. Where were, where were people mostly from? Uh, were they from the U S did you meet a lot of internationals? I would say for the most part, people were from the U S um, I met a few people and then like a very few amount of international people. But apparently with this year, just with like COVID and stuff, there were just, less international people in general because it was such an ordeal for them to even try to get here so sure. i think that was discouraging for a lot of them unfortunately um so definitely more domestic um a good amount i think sprinkled with like west coast east coast midwest yeah and then my next question is it was it a lot of people's first trail or was it a lot of people's second third fourth trail um Maybe like a mix, a handful of like AT through hikers that I met. No one's really done the CDT before. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then maybe more like shorter trails. I think that was pretty popular for, to, for people to hit like a 500 mile or less trail. Yeah. I think that was pretty common. Um, but, and then I met some people that it was like their very first backpacking trip, but that was a very select few. Like super interesting. select. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, the yeah. AT's culture is definitely most people's first trail first That's crazy. day yeah. backpacking and it's also first day backpacking yeah. and so wow. you'll see you'll see right out the gate especially um just how physical georgia is right right in the beginning yeah. just kicking their butts they're like oh yeah. i thought georgia was flat <laughs> oh no it's <laughs> really cute <laughs> yeah um did you disperse camp so did most people 
camp with each other in the beginning or was it like a lot of dispersed camping? I think like for the most part in the, in the desert, cause just because of like the sheer volume of people that are on trail at that point, um, mm -hmm. there were a lot, like every time you jumped into like a campsite, there were typically people there. Um, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So I, I feel like I was camping around people for a majority up until I kind of fell into like a little group. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> it was kind of cool to like always like hop into a campsite and be like, oh, I wonder who I'm going to see tonight. Or yeah, like, yeah, I'll recognize yeah. nice everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was always fun. <laughs> so starting like the last bit of March there, was it still a decent amount of people on trail already? Yeah, I would say so. I think, I mean, so like they, they release like 50 permits a day. So technically 50 people are allowed to start every single day for be, through like March, April and May. Um, I don't think like 50 people actually start, but that's like the capacity, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there were a good amount of people, especially when you, when I went to like that first trail town and uh, it was Julian and there were just like so many hikers. I was like, whoa, this is so crazy. And you kind of just like get clustered up in these, in these like certain like areas, like all these towns just kind of cluster up hikers. <laughs> mm -hmm. And yeah, no, I never felt like it was like lacking or like super quiet. Yeah. Mm. Where, where, did you feel like you were in a bubble of some sort? Um, like right off the beginning or? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, well, yeah, I guess, I guess it changes throughout the hike. But yeah, in the, be in the beginning. I think there was like definitely some kind of bubble and actually, um, even like towards the, towards the end of my hike, I was still seeing people from like day one. Um, I actually finished the mon, like I finished, like I got to like the Northern Terminus with someone I started on the same day with. So That's it was just cool. like really kind cool. of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's but there really was definitely cool. some kind of like bubble, you know, just like familiar faces. And then these bubbles have different variations as you go yeah. and stuff. Um, but yeah. Nice. A great bubble. How was, how was going into that first town, like your first oh town food experience and all of that? <laughs> so magical. Um, <laughs> I, so before I did the PCT, the longest or like the most amount of miles I hiked was only like 40 miles. So when I got to the first trail town, which is at mile 77, I was just like, so excited. I was like, I deserve everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like zeroed in town and then I just like eating as much as I could. I got like a bottle of wine for myself and I just like <laughs> drank it during the day. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was, I was living. <laughs> Do you remember what your first town food was? Um, right off the, like, right when I got there, I got, like, my free slice of pie. So, like, it was, Aunt Julian, yeah. yeah, so, like, I don't know, all, all the hikers get a free slice of pie at, like, mom's pie shop. So, mm -hmm. that was my very first meal. And then I went next door, got a huge sandwich. And then I think I went back to get, an, like, a lemonade. <laughs> and then, um... Yeah, that was a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a hiker that just immediately went for trash food or did you try to like get your veggies, <laughs> get your veggies in? <laughs> uh, it was a little bit of both. Like mm. I, I did fall into that group of people that was like craving like salads. I don't know if you guys ever 
Like, you guys I create, like, every single town, I was, like, just put vegetables into me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I would, like, always just want something, like, fresh or, like, fruits were, like, oh. so it was yep. so good. <laughs> um, yeah, I would always, like, seek, like, a salad, and then I would try to pack out, like, a salad in a bag if I could back on trail. <laughs> yep. I would do that. And then, um, yeah, but then also, like, if I could find, like, a Taco Bell, I was hitting that Taco Bell. So, I'm, you know, I'm a little diverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of our favorite go-tos was those, like, Pizza Hut dinner boxes, because those, it was almost guaranteed that they would have one in town. That was one of the first things we'd go for. <laughs> I think we're, we're nervous by the PCT just because it is more out in the middle of nowhere, and the mm -hmm. AT was so accessible to so much town food i'm excited for all the like local kind of places that you're going to eat at though like mm -hmm. i think that it gives you a, a different perspective of a town that's true yeah that's true. it's kind of crazy how like diverse just california itself is i mean you're in california for so long but when you <laughs> think of california you think of like oh like la or like san diego like the beach and stuff but you like hit all these like super cute like very local towns and they for the most part they love hikers <laughs> um so it's it's yeah it's definitely like an experience just being able to see that part of california because mm -hmm. when else would you get the opportunity to like get such like a local feel um, in such like a big vast city uh vast state like california so mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. uh what was the first trail magic that you got i guess like the julian pie is kind of trail magic-y but yeah. like, like on trail. Did you get anything before that? It would actually the first one would actually be right when I was like getting to Julian because you get to like a road um to get to Julian, obviously. But then like under this bridge was like a very popular part for trail magic. And then I got there and there was like a spread of like cookies, soda, like all the good things that you could ever imagine. And then I remember getting there and then someone was like, Oh, you could have like, you could take as much as you want. And I was like, who's our, like, who do they belong to? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it was pretty great. I had, like, four cookies. It was really good. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Was it hard to shift that mindset? I know coming from New Jersey, like, you're like, why are you giving me something? I, like, do I need to pay you? Do I need to be wary of what's going on? Like, was it hard to shift the mindset once you were on trail, or was it pretty immediate? Um, It was definitely... Like, I knew about, like, trail angels and stuff, and I just never really, like, interacted with them. Um, but it was definitely kind of like a, like, do I owe you something? <laughs> mm. Or, like, why are you just doing this because you want to? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think I very quickly realized, just, just, like, with one conversation you have with the trail angel, and they just kind of share, like, very quickly, like, why they do things, like, like why they want to do trail magic. And then you kind of just, like, quickly kind of understand, like, how amazing they are like and how good-hearted these people are it's like it's crazy um, yes and there's so many of them <laughs> there are yeah so I, I think I quickly got used to the idea of it but my first gut reaction was kind of like no way they, that they can be that nice <laughs> for no reason mm -hmm. <laughs> definitely makes you want to like go back out and like give back to it like yeah. immediately become a trail angel yourself yeah. exactly yeah. exactly and you know the AT is not too far from like the like New Jersey, New Jersey part I'm gonna plan like something I just need to figure out when the hikers are going through <laughs> I'm trying to think are the September. Sobos Sobos 
Civil Wars could they could potentially still be, be there. They're oh, kind of yeah. late. In this, they're kind of late in the season. They're yeah, heading for some cold weather. Yeah, it's the back end of them. <laughs> there might still be some hanging around. Those people are crazy, Civil Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even on the PCP, I think that they're crazy. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of grit. <laughs> mm, so you went through, what was some of the the coldest nights in the desert? Because I know everyone thinks that it's hot, but it also probably yeah. gets pretty cold. It's so funny because I think there are only like, maybe like when I got to the tail end of Washington, it started to get a little bit more wet. But for the most part, I would say that I only experienced experienced rain like twice. Wow. Like, crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's, wow. it's, it's like sad because it's just like incredibly dry, but um, right. kind of nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, when you're yeah. outside. Like... <laughs> yeah, um, five days soaked through. You have a different opinion of the rain. <laughs> yeah, but there was this one night, um, it was, I forgot what mile this was, but it was after a town called like Idlewild. We like got past the road closure and we uh, camped out around like after this closure. And I remember it just like hailing. It was like raining or hailing and it was in the desert and we were like, what the heck? And it was like so cold. Um, we had to like group up into tents. Like my two friends took one tent and then in my tent, I like huddled in with one of my other friends and it was like, and I couldn't close my doors because there was no room in this spot. So we were just like getting like rained on, just like laying there at night and like, this is the worst. <laughs> and it was just like so cold, but usually the desert is very hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's kind of crazy how, how polarizing the weather can be in the desert. Like it can be like really hot in the night and then all of a sudden at I'm sorry, really hot during the day. And then at night, it just like drops like 50 degrees. So I think a lot of people had issues in the very beginning when they weren't like super used to their sleep systems. Um, a lot of people like went with like the quilt option. And I think the quilt takes a little bit of like practice. Maybe if yeah. you're not super used to it, at least for me, like yeah. I was just like cold and I was like, I don't get it. Like I spent so much money on this quilt. <laughs> but um yeah, it definitely took a little bit of practice. <laughs> what what degree, yeah. what, what quilt did you have? I used the UGQ Bandit, and then I got it in a right. 10 degree, um, which worked out really well. I think most people ended up getting, like, a 20 degree, and that worked out really well for them, too. But it just depends on the person. Some people were getting, like, really cold, um, maybe, like, picked up, like, a liner or something. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I had a 10 degree, and it worked out great. I met some people at zero degrees. They were never cold. So, <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah, we yeah. have we have 20 degree enlightened equipment, quilts. enlightened equipment quilts. And yeah. we're just like, I was cold on the AT. Yeah, yeah, it, we might have to buy bags. But I'm just like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, I don't want to buy a $500 bag for another bag. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. definitely thinking about just grabbing a liner and then throwing that inside of it. Maybe. Yeah, we'll yeah see. I think that's we'll good. See. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, uh, speaking about Idlewild, did you meet, did you meet the mayor? Unfortunately, I didn't. No! <laughs> yeah, so I guess for everyone else on the live stream, so the mayor of Idlewild is a dog, and unfortunately, it was, like, around COVID, so, like, they didn't have him just, like, wandering around because that would, like, encourage, like, you know, like, groups, mm. you know, super excited about the mayor, obviously, um, but... 
um, I did meet someone that was able to see the mirror. So missed that opportunity. But maybe I'll just have to do the PCT again. And then (laughs) I'll I'll get them the next time around. (laughs) The only reason. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm sure you guys will get, well, at least catch a glimpse. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. we're we're hype we're hyping that. That's that's a big expectation. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he runs a great town. So, <laughs> <laughs> is that a big town? Is Idlewild like a big trail town? Um, it's definitely like a little bit bigger. Like it's it's like a walkable town, which is amazing. Um, like you don't need a car to get around it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I would say it's like a good town. Nice. Mid size in terms of like trail towns go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to like jump it back. How much did you know about the PCT before starting it? Not too much. Um, It was just like from like what I saw on YouTube videos. And then I was like, wow, PCT looks great, which it is. Um, But I didn't really know too much beyond because, you know, all these like YouTube videos, I feel like we're emphasizing the desert and the Sierras because, you know, those are the first sections you go through as a Novo person. Um, so a lot of emphasis on those two sections. So I really only had in my mind about those two. And then once I got past the Sierras, I was like, now what? Like, I, don't even know. <laughs> I, like, I didn't know what to expect for the rest of it. Because almost like in every video, they kind of breeze through it. Like yeah. the next session, and then boom, you're in Canada. Um, so my expectations were definitely, <laughs> I just didn't know that much. But it was great because like, it was like a great surprise to yeah. You know, go take it step by step (laughs) so absolutely yeah no i was just curious just because i honestly don't know any of the towns on the pct except for like idlewild and lone pine i think those are the only two i'm kind of aware of yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i just don't and i I like going on to the at i had a lot of not expectations but i like knew a lot about it molly didn't know that much about it and it was just a very it was a very different hike like getting to a place and me being like oh this is what it looks like and getting to a place and molly's like oh this exists oh, and interesting. yeah um i like the surprise of it yeah like why spoil it if you don't need to mm-hmm. yeah yeah um when did you start hiking with a, i guess a tramley did you have a tramley in the beginning um i quickly fell into like a group around like mile like maybe it was like around 200 or 300 it was after a town called big bear so one of my friends like had like an airbnb and was like oh you're getting into town like if you want to come into our airbnb like you're totally welcome to so i hopped into there and i met these three other people who i ended up hiking with for a really long time like we hiked the rest of the desert and then a majority of the sierras together um so that would i would say like that was like my tramley and then we uh and then I actually got off trail when I went to when I got to Lake Tahoe Mm -hmm. for my for my cousin's like wedding celebration so did that um and then basically (laughs) basically like lost like all the people that I knew (laughs) which was totally fine because it's an experience to like meet new hikers and stuff um so then I took like 10 days off essentially and then when I got back on trail it was like such a weird feeling <laughs> like taking like that many days off and then i like quickly learned that like um i probably should have taken it slower when i got back on trail because i was kind of going the same amount of miles that i was before i was like oh like i'm good and then i quickly got hurt and then <laughs> um that was a lesson learned in itself um 
don't push yourself just to try to catch up to people. Yep. But I eventually did catch them. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that's like, I forgot what the original question was. I just went off on a tangent. Mm. No, no, you're good. I just, uh, just like hiking with tramleys. So you hiked with a bunch of different tramleys throughout. Yeah. And it was like kind of cool because like, you know, I feel like I got like both the experience of, like having a more like secluded hike. So I feel like I got to um, like have like my solo moment, get, you know, acquainted with nature and stuff. And then I got to like be with people. And then I ultimately figured out like towards the end, I just really like both. Like yeah. it's nice to like have that quiet and just like kind of hike a little bit more solo, but it's also so nice to be around like your friends and familiar faces and like those magical nights you have together. Um, yeah, nothing really beats, like, having both, so. Absolutely. Yeah, having yeah. healthy balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to go back for a sec, because I realized we didn't do this. What is your trail name, and what is the oh. story behind it? <laughs> uh, so my trail name is Stumbles. Um, so pretty, like, straightforward. I, it's just kind of, like, connected to being clumsy. Um, <laughs> and honestly, it was really just tied to, I think I was having, like, an issue in the beginning, because, um, like, my, like, I started off with like ultra like lone peaks, which are fine, you know, and then I like quickly outgrew those and my feet were just like pumpkins like and I was like trying to shove them into these like small dainty shoes <laughs> and like it like sucked <laughs> and I was just like had a hard time walking and I was just like tripping over everything. Um, so that's kind of where it came from. Once I got my shoe situation a little bit more figured out, like it got better. Um, but that's kind of where it came from. And then eventually, I honestly wanted a new trail name. I was like, you know, like, I see some people that deserve my name way more than me. I think I should get a new one. But this was by the time I was, like, in Washington, and everyone's, like, like a little late. <laughs> so. did, you, did you name yourself? Um, it was actually um, a name that I got from my friend Twister. And it was actually on day one. And he was nice. like, you know, you don't have to take the name. You can think about it. So I was like, you know, like, day one, a little too rash. So yeah. I, 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 like, <laughs> sat on it for a little bit. And then, um, honestly, there was part of me that was a little eager just to get my trail name. Because, you know, like, I tell people my name is Shayna, but then, like, no one remembers it. So <laughs> I was like, I just really want a trail name. And then I think I sat on it for, like, a week. And then uh, I was talking to someone else about it. And he was like, you should really take it. It suits you. So I take it. <laughs> was um, was switching from Shayna to Stumbles like a like a weird transition for you? Like going up to someone random and just saying, hi, I'm Stumbles. It wasn't weird in terms of actually no, saying it out loud for the first time was really weird. You like kind of yeah. say it with a question mark at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm Stumbles. <laughs> um, and then it got it got really normal to say it around like other hikers and stuff and then every time you would meet someone in town like that wasn't hiking you feel like oh should I say my real name yep and I still feel that way like when I go like get like food and they ask me for my name I'm like I don't know what to say <laughs> I'll do both honestly I like flip-flop <laughs> yeah yeah I, re I remember that just being like strange for the first mm -hmm. week yeah, our, our situation was weird because there really wasn't anybody on trail and the people that we hiked mm. with, we got to know so well, like not with trail names that then it was awkward to yeah. call them by a trail name. Yeah, did you call, did you 
call your tramley by their government names or by their trail names? Um, it depends on the person. I would call everyone by their trail names, except for my friend. His name was Daddy Longlegs. And um, for short, he would go by Daddy. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, but we just, I just like couldn't call him either because Daddy Longlegs is way too long. Didn't want to call him Daddy. So I just called him Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> And he's the one person that I call by his government name. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. That's funny. So yeah. what yeah. shoes did you end up switching to? Um, I did stick with ultras for the whole run. Um, I, like, got Lone Peaks because that's, like, what everyone was wearing. And then I did the Olympuses, which are, like, which have, like, a ton of cushion on them. And then they, mm. like, they're a pretty penny, but they did save my feet. So I'm grateful for them. <laughs> And then I wore them, and then I kind of stuck with ultras for the rest of the trip. Um, they were, like, working out for me once I got it all figured out. So I was, like, too scared to, like, switch into them. Um, like, sorry, switch into, like, a different brand or anything because I just didn't want to, like, mess with it too much. Um, but, yeah, I stuck with them. They were nice. they were good. <laughs> when did you – when did you feel like you got your trail legs? Um, it's, like, a little – so I feel like – so the desert, the desert section is like 700 miles. And then that's when you hit Kennedy Meadows and you move on to the Sierras. The, I feel like I felt really good after the desert, but then I feel like it was like kind of hard to tell because once you get into the Sierras, you just enter a whole different type of ter terrain and then your hiking style really changes too. Mm. Um, like, I feel like once we got towards the end of the desert, we were all like hiking around like the low 20s. And then once you got into the Sierras, we kind of like, as a group, we kind of like decided we're going to do like less miles, like more like 15s, um, just to kind of like enjoy it and then like be able to like time the passes and whatnot. So I think it was kind of hard to tell, but I did feel really good when I finished up the desert, like after mile 700, I felt like great. And mm -hmm. then um, after the Sierras, so maybe that was like mile a thousand I felt like I was like flying like I like once the a thousand miles were up like and this was like going into Tahoe I felt like superhuman I was like okay I think I can yep. hike forever <laughs> yeah I was like nothing's gonna stop me I can like go on I just need daylight I just don't like yep. <laughs> so yeah I felt like pretty superhuman at a certain point yeah you, you know you never night hiked I did night hike. I just don't love it personally. Mm -hmm. um, I I think that uh, I've like night hiked both solo and in a group. And in a group, I like loved it in a way because it's like kind of fun. You have like someone to talk to. But whenever I was night hiking solo, I was just like getting spooked out by everything. Mm -hmm. And I would yeah. just be like, what's, what's that? And I'll just be like <laughs> a little paranoid about everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um, I feel like in, at least on the PCT, like, so much of it is, like, so, like, you have a pretty good view for a lot of it. So, when you night hike, I feel like I just lost that part. Um, mm, yeah. But, yeah. Um, was right after the Sierras when you felt the strongest? It was, like, such a weird thing. <laughs> because that's kind of when I got off trail. And mm. then, um, so I did feel super strong after the Sierras. And then I feel like I kind of like quickly lost it. And um, I didn't realize that taking so much, like as as little as like 10 days off of like such a big journey would like make me feel like 
any like different but it really did and I um like when I got hurt I was just like oh and that was my first time ever having an injury on trail and I didn't realize like how like demoralizing it was to like have like to deal with an injury and like that was pretty tough um but something that a lot of people say about this year on the PCT is that um so the Sierras we had like very little snow this year so for most of for the most part it was like a cake it was like like a piece of cake to like go through the PCT or go through the Sierra specifically um so then with that said everyone was saying how like the PCT had to like pick up the slack with Northern California and we just had like heat wave after heat wave and it was just like so hot and we were like okay so this is like the tough part for this year (laughs) Mm. um so that was definitely an unprecedented challenge that we had to like get through um but yeah it was it was okay northern california was definitely (laughs) was definitely a challenge like no one really talked about it on like youtube again like everything i know is from youtube and no one talked about like um like the heat in north in northern california so that was definitely something that kicked our butts Mm. this is a question that you really want to ask but i'm going to ask it what what was going from the high sierras and then Mm -hmm. dipping back down into the desert like northern california it was um it was kind of like a mental bog (laughs) yeah like you know you finish up something so absolutely grand like you you see things that like wow like you've never seen in your life before crazy stuff and you like finish up the sierras and and then you're like wait we're not even halfway through the PCT yet. <laughs> and then I was like, what? Like, how did we go through some, like, something so crazy? And then we're not even halfway through this hike. Because, um, like, that halfway mark is, like, somewhere in Northern California. So it was a bit of, like, a lull. And I think people kind of had, like, a negative mindset for Northern California because they were just like, oh, let's just get California over with. Mm. But I will say that Northern California did, obviously, like, it was beautiful. I think it was just like going from such a high um, and something so different. Yeah. But like, nonetheless, it was beautiful. <laughs> um, when did your, when did your honeymoon phase end of the through hike? Northern California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was struggling there. <laughs> was there, um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go. No, no, no. Go on. Go on. I was, just, uh, was there any moments in the, in Southern California in the desert that, you felt less honeymoony or was was that first 700 miles like just excited i'm out here i would say like i was pretty excited for like a majority of it and i think the only part where i was like struggling was the very beginning and then Mm -hmm. that was just when i felt like so like it's like just such a noob like everyone else was like you know it was like the like the i was like everyone's doing so great like why am i struggling so much like that type of you know feeling Um, but the desert is absolutely beautiful. And like, especially just coming from the East coast where we don't have anything that looks anything mm-hmm. like it. Um, I feel like we would appreciate it more too. Cause I think yeah. there were some people, especially from California that maybe are like a bit more used to it. They like were, they always talk down about the desert, but it's pretty cool. Like when else do you get to hike through a desert? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, well, okay. I mean, after doing the PCT now, I feel like all of your views are just going to be like a little less pretty. I, I just, I like doing the AT and seeing be- like 
getting to New Hampshire, getting to Maine is just like the peak of just gorgeousness of the East Coast. Yeah. But yeah. by that point, you're just like, I've seen it. And you're like, no, I'm just going to keep walking. Like, yeah. I, did the views on the PCT ever become, I guess, old? Um, I will say, like, after the Sierra, it gets a little, kind. you kind of do get, like, that little bit of a feeling. Um, but then once you, like, get to Washington, I think you almost feel like you're back in the Sierra in terms of mm -hmm. views, mm -hmm. which is, like, really cool to kind of, like, end off on, like, a high again, um, if you go Nobo. Which I, yeah. I like Nobo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can imagine ending seven hundred miles in the desert is probably not. Yeah, super fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like there's like a definitely like a lull, which is like kind of crazy because like even like all the views are so pretty, but I guess when you do see like constantly like pretty things, you just get kind of used to it. Yeah. But. Yeah, Washington is definitely something to look forward to and like an awesome way to end the hike. So, yeah. We um we had a an older gentleman, he was probably like 60, probably he was in retirement. Yeah. And uh he was a through hiker. He's finishing he, his triple crown. Yeah, finishing his triple crown on the AT. And we were just like in awe by one of the views down in the south. And he kind of like looks out and he's like, I don't stop for any view under 14,000 feet. And just like keeps <laughs> on walking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, he was tough. Yeah. He's really seen it all. <laughs> he really has. He really has. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine it probably changes your perspective on, on a through hike when you've already mm -hmm. done two other ones that are probably like more grandioso. I like just know. a different ball game. True. I mean, I, I, I don't know, because some people have said that to me, too. They're like, oh, like, how are you going to do any other hike, like, on the East Coast? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm sure I'll like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you will, you will. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a different beauty. Yes. Right, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. You get shade. That's nice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I love shade. <laughs> really appreciate it. <laughs> How was that? Just like from dealing with the water sources to dealing with the sun beating down on you all the time. Like, yeah. how did you manage? Um, it was like, so I guess like, maybe I just like went in with the mindset like that. I, I like knew that the water carries were going to be big. So like, it didn't really bother me too much. And it, and we were starting off that way. And then the water carries never really got like that bad in the future, which was like nice. Um, so I kind of like had a mental like note that it was going to, you know, that's what I was in for. So I never was like super discouraged by it. Um, the sun was pretty bad <laughs> or like I, I highly recommend sun gloves because <laughs> like so many people were getting like toasted on the top of their hands because of just like constantly just on the trek, you know, having them exposed. Um, I wore a sun hoodie, which helped a lot with just like, you know, like the back of your neck and stuff. Um, and some people, I didn't use an umbrella, but a lot of people use umbrellas and it seems kind of like a pain to like configure it, but when they got it like down pat, they swore by it. So yeah the umbrella system worked out for a lot of people. And I think I would recommend that because I like held someone's umbrella once and I was like, wow, this feels so good. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but it definitely took a while, but I mean, you can find some shade in the desert, but you got to just look for it. <laughs> yeah. 
What were some of the longest water carries that you did? Like how many miles did you have to um, go? I want to say that like in the desert, you would have stretches of like 15 to 20 miles. Okay. Yeah. But then like you just have to like camel up and then um, like I think the technique that we would do was like the siesta method. So like just like waking up really early in the morning, yep. hike, and then just like take a break during the like the hottest parts of the day. So we were just like chilling under a tree from like you know like twelve until like two or something. Yeah, and then we would yeah, do so that. We, we did the same in the mid Atlantic. Yeah, we oh, would okay. definitely. It got really hot there, and it got really dry. We we're like, let's not waste our energy at one in the afternoon. <laughs> no, not worth it. I think the longest we ever had to do was like twelve miles. Yeah, I think that was PA. PA or New York, there was like a twelve-mile carry that we had to do. Yeah. Oof. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just gotta know what to expect. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you um? Did you cowboy camp? Um, I didn't cowboy I, I ended up cowboy camping a little bit later like maybe like in the later parts of the desert maybe like mid to later that's when I started cowboy camping um I didn't do so much in the beginning because I like never cowboy camped before and I was like well I have a tent why wouldn't I use it yeah. um but honestly the desert is like the best place to cowboy camp if you choose to because like it I mean it rained one time but besides that it like never rains and there's like really like no bugs and yeah. it's just like a perfect place to like cowboy camp so I wish I did it more then um because you know once you get into like the Sierras and like Oregon and stuff it just gets like a little bit too buggy mm -hmm. um I mean some people still do it so it's never impossible but I don't like the mosquitoes <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I but it is really cool because you know you just get like you know, insane views of the stars and stuff, and nothing really beats it. So, um, I wish I did cowboy camping more. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, the AT was just buggy, probably ninety percent of it, Ooh. and so <laughs> I I feel like if we started earlier, since like, well, we did start earlier, but I feel like if we stayed on trail when we did. Yeah. Um, in March, it would have been a good time to cowboy camp, but then again, it rained a lot so never mind yeah. technically you're cowboy camping in a shelter but yeah i guess no i like looking up the stars i like just like waking yeah. up and seeing it yeah. so were you guys able to at like a few times or just not really we tried once and it started to rain oh was no. we really did so no <laughs> yeah okay so in the desert i mean for most of california you're pretty golden it just gets like maybe yeah, I would say for most of California, it'd be like a good spot to cowboy camp in oh, Oregon. And then it just usually gets a bit wet. And it's like that risky, like, it looks like it's fine, but then it could start raining. Yeah. That yeah. type of thing in Washington. <laughs> um, how was how was having your birthday on trail? Oh, yeah. Um, it was, it was like interesting in a way because um, around because my birthday was like a little bit earlier. It was like around May, like early May. And this is right when I started like hiking with some people like in that tramley. And it was like people that I just met. So I'm not gonna be like, hey guys, like my birthday's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was like people that I barely knew um, mm -hmm. at that point in time. But basically I think it kind of came up in a conversation and then they were like, why don't you tell us yada, yada, yada. And then it was like, the timing was pretty funny because when my friend, um, 
like figured out it was my birthday he actually had another friend that was going to join him for like a little section so he kind of came back on trail and he had his friend like bring like these like cupcakes and then these like margarita drinks <laughs> so he like had them and he was like hiding them in his backpack and then um at this at like maybe like in the afternoon like on the day of my birthday he like pulled them out and he you know everyone sang like happy birthday and it was just like really nice because I was like oh it was like my first birthday like not in New Jersey <laughs> yeah so it was um it was definitely special and a different way to celebrate your birthday but it was like so cool and then I had the coolest sun sunrise I remember that morning and I was like this is the best day ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah. best birthday best birthday hands down <laughs> Yeah, I remember I had mine probably a week into the trail and there was just a ragtag like group of people who all went out to a brewery together. Mm -hmm. And it was weird to see how excited randos were for my birthday. And I was like, yeah. I have no idea who you are. And they're like mm -hmm. more excited than my friends at home. And I'm like, oh, no. like, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't supposed to sound so sad. But, <laughs> but, but it was it was just a very wholesome moment. I was like, you, I've only known you for like 48 hours and you're like just as excited as like the people at home. I'm like, that's like right. really, that's like right there. That was like, the community is mm -hmm. awesome. Right. It's kind of crazy how close you can get to um, other hikers, like just like right off the bat, only just with that one commonality that you guys are both like hiking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, that's like enough to just like bond you guys. It's so, mm -hmm. it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I feel like, mm, I just feel like you, you don't have time. It's not that you don't have time, but you don't really care about the small talk, mm -hmm. which really just kind of breaks barriers right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least that, that's how it was for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, kind of. You just kind of get straight to the person, like, you know, just. <laughs> yep. Yep. Anything, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a big post-trail depression moment for me. It was hard to, like, connect back to people in the same way I connected to through hikers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That was definitely, definitely hard. All the walls go up. Yeah, all the walls go back yeah. up. Yeah, yeah you can't true. just like talk about like your bodily fluids the right. Yeah, time. yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like pooped, not normal right? anymore. <laughs> 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 um, I miss it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me skip around. I'm curious. Did you got? Did you have any like uh, sketchy water crossings, or because the snow was so low, like were they really not a problem this year? Um. So I would say, like, for the Sierras, because of the low snow, it was all pretty doable. Um, it's, like, funny because, like, the Sierras didn't get that much snow, but Washington actually got a lot of snow. So the water crossings in Washington this year were a bit more sketchy. Mm -hmm. And um, there were some that I was, like, pretty scared for, but, like, all of it was, like, super doable. Obviously, it, like, helps to, like, have another person there just to, like, you know have like that's that type of support um but you know just like taking it really slow was definitely good and you know i'm still alive so <laughs> <laughs> you made it, yeah, <laughs> <I can> do <laughs> it. <laughs> how high did it you're, you're you're pretty short right like how high did it yeah. come up how high did it i'm sorry how high did it come up on you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no i am pretty short <laughs> i'm like i'm like five two for reference and then oh, i think mm -hmm. the most it came up to would be like mid thigh and like, oh, okay. like, oh that's not high at all yeah and it's like weird like 
And like, it really doesn't look that bad because I took a video of my friend doing a crossing and, um, you know, like even on him, it was just like above the knee, but it doesn't like look that bad, but just like kind of crazy how strong water is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, we just have to take it slow, but I was fortunate to like not have to like swim through anything because I've seen like some videos of people like having to like swim through rivers and like, yeah, that probably wouldn't have worked out too well for me. So <laughs> I got lucky. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Did you experience any wildlife? while you were on trail um so it's so weird because and this is very uncommon but I saw like zero bears and um and it's I mean they're out there because like my friend that was like hiking within the same proximity to me he saw 13 and um I guess maybe I'm just like not looking as much but maybe I could just be like this far away from like seeing one (laughs) but uh, you know, I didn't really see any bear, but I did see a lot of like rattlesnakes, especially mm-hmm. in the desert and then in Northern California. So that was like pretty, like at first it scared me a lot, but then like it's weird how used to certain things you get. So I would like just be, oh, there it is. Now just like yeah. walk around it. Um, so then the rattlesnakes were definitely like the most like scary animals that I encountered, and then all the other ones were just like really cute, like furry critters. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Those were good. <laughs> yeah, you'll see some cute ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. What were some of your, well, actually, let me ask for Southern California, and then I'll keep moving on. For mm-hmm. Southern California, what were some of your favorite views or, like, favorite sections? For Southern California, um, oh, there's, like, a really cool spot. It's called Vasquez Rocks, and um, it's really awesome because you kind of, like, get into this one area and it just like feels like you're in Mars and actually it's funny enough because they filmed um like Star Trek there and then they filmed like others like more like Mars type of (laughs) Mars type of like movie scenes in that in like that spot and it really feels like you're on a totally different planet and then like wow I can't believe this is California like it's just such a diverse like diverse place Mm -hmm. and um that was like a really cool place to go through that definitely really sticks out. Um, what else is up there? I would say, like, in the beginning, like, the whole San Jacinto region is really, really cool with, like, Apache Peak because that's, like, your first time kind of encountering anything with snow. And you kind of gain a lot of ele- – a good amount of elevation right off the bat. So with that, you just, like, see, like, crazy views and you feel like you're in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> you can't believe it's real life. <laughs> but – the, de- the desert has a lot of great views, and I think it's, like, pretty underrated in terms of views mm-hmm. when people, like, think about the whole trip. But it was pretty good. <laughs> and that leads me to my next question. Um, so getting to the Sierras, since you watched a lot of YouTube, and that's, like, kind of the highlight of yeah. PCT for YouTube, um, what was... Was there anything you were, like, really looking forward to in the Sierras? Any, like, specific views or sections? Yeah. Um, so I, so one thing I wasn't able to do in the Sierras that I really wish I could do was Mount Whitney, but unfortunately I couldn't summit it because we were like, I mean, there was like a whole storm. It's like a long story, but basically we chose to, um, like push through and do like this one big pass. It's called Forester Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like, you know, like those one big momentous passes that really like get you introduced into the Sierras. 
So I think that was what I was like really looking forward to. Um, someone that I was hiking with at the same time, she was saying how like she made this like deal with herself. She said if she got over Forrester Pass, then she has to do the whole PCT. Like there's no excuse. It's just like one of those like thresholds. Yeah. Um, so getting over Forrester Pass was absolutely amazing. Like in terms of just like challenge on top of like views, just like the momentous moment, it was probably the most like amazing. And that, honestly, that was probably the hardest day I've ever had on the PCT. Um, but with that, it kind of made it the most like special. And yeah, and I was like, wow, I think I can do the whole thing. That was like, one, <laughs> that was like the day that I was like, okay, I can do this whole thing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was definitely you, very memorable. Did you meet any JM tiers? Is that really early in the season for them? We did meet JM tiers, but um, it was like interesting because I feel like they weren't like super interested in like, I don't know, because I think we would like see them in passing for a little bit, but we didn't talk to them that much. And I don't know why, mm -hmm. but I feel like they were just like, didn't want to talk to us. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. But I, I only saw a few, and I think it might have been a little too early, maybe too. So we didn't see too many. Interesting. Yeah. Definitely, like, uh, when we got to the long trail on the AT, I felt kind of like a celebrity. They, well, I mean, they just, like... Just a they, big shot. <laughs> they, I guess. Like, I was definitely giving the worst advice to all of them. and Or, like, it, it felt like they were so wowed by it like a lot of them did the long trail because they were inspired by a like an at through hiker so they're like i'm trying out this trail first and then i'm gonna jump on the pct yeah. jump on the at or um so yeah. that's that's just interesting to see the uh, uh, maybe a culture difference between doing yeah. the jnt and the long trail yeah and i think and like in a similar <laughs> instance there was the tahoe rim trail and then so kind of like same case scenario like a big chunk of the trt would share with the pct mm. and like same thing i mean um i talked to a few people there and they were i think a little bit more enthused to talk to us as opposed to the jmt's i don't know why <laughs> yeah i've yeah. just been a group of people too yeah it might have just been that <laughs> but it's i think the most excited people are always like the day hikers because mm -hmm. i feel like they're just like like wowed wowed yeah. Do a lot or of the day like, hikers know what what you're doing, or is it like you have to explain it to them? I think most, for the most part, they all, for the most part, they knew. And then I talked to some groups that like had no idea, um, and then they were just like, "What?" And I'm like, "You're on it right now. Like you're you're on the yep. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And you just planted the bug for half of them. <laughs> you just yeah, drop it right yeah. there. And I'm just like, guys, just like YouTube it. It's like, and then okay for life. Okay, okay. <laughs> what were, what were some of the busiest sections? Like, where did you see all the day hikers? Ooh, um, where am I thinking? Oh, I feel like it wasn't maybe. Oh, Washington. I'm remembering it got really busy. Mm -hmm. Um in around like the goat rocks wilderness which is very awesome yeah, um, yeah I'm excited. but it was absolutely packed <laughs> and then also just with like holidays because you know how when you're hiking you kind of forget if there's like holidays and then all of a sudden there's just so many people on trail and then you're like oh it's labor day weekend yeah uh, <laughs> so then you're like okay so that makes sense so i feel like 
uh, like obviously certain sections were had more section had more like day hikers than others but it was really the holidays man that mm -hmm. kind of reminded you about like what's what's going on in the real world <laughs> we were in shenandoah national park on the july 4th weekend of 2020 Ooh. like when covid <laughs> like when everyone was just fed up of covid at that point and they're just yeah. like let me just get out and so that was horrible and then mount washington on labor yeah and then day. we were in the whites on labor day <laughs> that was terrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> you could always tell when a weekend was happening because you like lose all sense of days out there too and then you're like why are all these people here oh it's saturday like that makes sense right <laughs> right and then you always just like we always just like i mean because like days of the week don't matter when you're hiking except mm -hmm. for when maybe you have to like time for the post office and then you realize that maybe you're screwed because it's like sunday um but for the most part you just kind of lose track of time <laughs> yeah what was the hardest what was the hardest part of the Sierras? Was there like a really hard day or really hard? Um I would like go back to when I was doing Forester Pass only just because like I mean it was really great because I had like an amazing group of people that we went up with, but I remember we all had this plan to wake up at four in the morning and then we started just, you know, we packed up, started hiking, it was dark, saw the sunrise beautiful but it was so cold like I've never been so cold in my entire life and I'm not being dramatic about it <laughs> it was just so cold and I remember we were hiking and we were just like looking over at our water bottles and they were like freezing before our eyes and we were like what the heck what are we doing here and we just like kept hiking because um there's really nothing you can do besides just like keep hiking because <laughs> like, I had this moment where I was like I'm so cold what do I do and then I, I realized that I can't turn back like you can't really do anything besides just keep hiking so then um yeah we were just like going like doing all these switchbacks up to try to get over to this pass and then um right when you get to the top it's almost like all your pain just like melts away like nothing happened yeah um, and then you just do it over again. <laughs> but yeah, that was like one of the hardest days for me, just like in terms of just like being in that type of like climate. And then just, yeah, just that was one of those first passes that we did. So it was, yeah, it was definitely tough, but it was definitely a good introduction into the Sierras. <laughs> what, yeah. what happened at Whitney? Why didn't you see Whitney? It was, um, so, I mean, like, if we really, I'm sure, like, if we really, really wanted to, we could have, like, rushed up to go to Whitney, kind of went down, and then did Forrester, but um, there was, like, a, so there was a storm coming, and we were kind of, like, nervous about trying to get over, because it was, like, basically, if we did Whitney, after that, it would be, like, doing two more passes to get into the nearest town. Um, so then we were like, oh, if we do Whitney, then we'll just have like a tougher time getting through the next passes. Um, but if we just do the passes, we don't have to deal with the storm and then we can just go into town. So it's kind of like making that decision. And it's still one of those things I think about. I was like, oh, I really wish I did it, but I'm glad I'm like, I made it out there without like having to deal with the storm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, but that is something that I would totally go back to at least do, or maybe even the JMTs in the books. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Did, did you go down into Lone Pine afterwards? Was that the town? Yeah, we went into Lone Pine initially, and then we ended up actually hitching into Bishop, and Bishop was really cool. 
um it's just like a bit of a a bit of a hitch but it's definitely doable like a lot of the people there are like very like familiar with that like hitch and then that ride so that worked out but bishop was really cool lone pie was really nice too Nice, nice. Um, my next question was going to be going through, so like the AT is so nice. You have 70 miles in Georgia and then you're in your second state and then you go like a hundred something miles in North Carolina. It seems like every probably week and a half to two weeks, you're like hitting a new achievement. Like you're hitting a new state. How does it feel to go like months through California? I mean, I definitely have, I mean, I guess I'm, like, maybe because I also, like, didn't do the AT, so I, like, didn't know what that felt like to have so many achievements. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess it was, like, um, like I kind of, like, knew from the beginning that it was going to just take forever to get through California. So maybe, like, I had, like, a different mindset. Um, but it definitely felt like once you got through California, it's just, like, Oregon and Washington just, like, flew by because, you know, mm. you're thinking about it relatively. Um, but it definitely felt really long and people were very, very excited to say goodbye to California. Um, Cause yeah, that was a long state, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I probably, if I ever did the AT, I would probably feel like, Whoa, that's like going by so fast, but it probably feels really great. <laughs> There's a big thing on the AT called the Virginia blues and okay. people oh, like start the long direction, right? Yeah, yeah. So you go through the first three states, probably within the first three weeks, and then you're in Virginia for over a month since it's like over, it's close to 600 miles long. Yeah. And that's also when I think most people's honeymoon phase ends just because the temperatures Mm. get hot and you're just walking through farm fields all day. Um, But yeah, I just, I remember like getting in that rhythm of just like two weeks, new state, two weeks, new state, two weeks, new state. And then like Virginia, like we're on week three and a half and I'm just like, I'm ready for the next date. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. ready. Okay, ready. And it's not, it's not even like, it's not even like anything changes. Like the terrain still just looks absolutely the same. It's yeah. just the, the mentality of I'm in New Jersey. I'm in New yeah. York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Because I don't know, when I was like doing the, like when I was, you know, explaining like the trail to like my friends back home and I was giving them updates and I would always tell they're like oh so where are you now and I'm like I'm still in California (laughs) and they were like how are you still in California and I was like well the trail only has like three states (laughs) (laughs) and like yeah it's just like it's a big state yeah oh yeah I mean it's like kind of cool though because I guess it does make like each state crossing just like that much more momentous because there's only three yeah Um, but yeah totally very different hikes i'm sure <laughs> so wait r- rank them right now what's like one two and three of the states um like in terms of like what i liked yeah i guess just like your favorite to least favorite um i would say it'd be like oh california and washington are like really neck to neck but maybe yeah. i'll do like california washington then oregon interesting yeah why is oregon just like not there um so I okay I thought I'd really like Oregon and I did and you know what everyone says about Oregon is about like how flat the state is um and it's pretty flat Mm -hmm. but I would say like the hiking itself was like a little boring (laughs) and then um there were there were more burned areas than I thought so it's like a little like you know it kind of like makes you a little upset but you know what can you do 
Yeah. And I don't know. It was kind of like a lull, but it was like easy hiking. Mm-hmm. That's why, then, is that like, why most people try to crush it in two weeks? Yeah. And like, and it's so doable too. Mm. And yeah, you can like totally just like crush it out because like at, at that certain point, like for you to do like thirties all the way through, like it is very possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose not to do it that way, but like, if you wanted to, you could. So yeah, Oregon was, Oregon was cool. Um, but it just maybe like, maybe because of the, like, you just don't gain too much elevation either. So like you're used to all the views that you were getting in the other previous sections and you weren't getting like that level of view. Yeah. Um, but they had great waterfalls and Crater Lake was great. So nice. <laughs> yeah, they had good stuff too. <laughs> Did you have to skip any sections because of any of the burns? Yeah. So I got pretty lucky with California because I almost felt like as I was hiking, the fires were like popping up behind me. Um, But there were unfortunately, obviously like hikers behind me. So they had to skip around those, but it wasn't really until like Oregon where we had to skip a big chunk. And that was like the first time where I was actually on trail hiking and then there was a fire that happened like 40 miles ahead of me, like, like while I was hiking. And like, that was pretty crazy because all the other fires were like burn zones that we already knew of. And like, we could kind of like plan for it, but this was a little bit more like, it just happened. <laughs> so um, it's just like good in that case to be connected to other hikers because, you know, everyone's just trying to like, let you know, like what you should be doing and like roads to get off at. So um, it was really helpful that I was like, kind of surrounded by like a like a good amount of people at that point because I feel like I'm sure I would have heard about it at like sooner or later but (laughs) it was like nice to have like the heads up from other people yeah but there were some sections that we had to skip around especially in Oregon that's probably like the biggest like biggest skip because they were just like burned areas but there were some people that did it anyways um and then I feel like most of the people that chose to do it were either sobowers that were very fresh and <laughs> and there were other people that were maybe more like um I met a lot of like international people that did it because they were just like I'm not going to be able to come back here to like do it in the future so they just like did it anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. When did you meet your first sobowers? Um it was around Oregon oh, where gosh. I got to camp out. It was like yeah, and I, like, met someone we were camped out, and then um, just kind of, like, hiking and passing, because you can kind of tell the difference between a thru-hiker and, like, a, you know, like, a maybe, like, a weekend hiker, yeah. you know, they just look a little different. A little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> smell, a little, smell a little different. Smell a little different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was really cool, and it was, like, just, like, awesome, because, like, they're in the beginning of their journey, and you're like almost at like the tail end and they're just like so excited (laughs) and it was just like great to see like fresh faces just like being so excited to do the PCT yeah 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 you're just like a little beaten and tired in there (laughs) yeah yeah they can tell that we're no worries (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah (laughs) um did you ever have days where you felt like it was just a grind like you just had to just hike and go um, I think I felt that a lot in Northern California. And this was kind of when I was like trying to catch up to like more familiar faces. Um, and like, I feel like it kind of like got to me because I almost like started treating like hiking like a job, you know, like yeah. wake up early, 
do that you know like maybe like don't take as long of a lunch break (laughs) but then like quickly that kind of just like starts like bug me and I'm just like oh my gosh like I'm not having as much fun as I used to have um so then I just kind of have to like slow my roll and just like remind myself like it's not a job like I quit my job to do this (laughs) like I'm not picking up another one right now uh so yeah I think it was just like a way to like I just need to like ground myself and just like remind myself that like I'm supposed to be like having fun uh but yeah I definitely felt like a grind and like a grind is good because like some days you'll feel really great and then like push these miles and then sometimes you're like feeling kind of slow so you just do like less miles and then I think it's just important to like not be too hard on yourself because we're still human like it's hard to hike every single day true yeah yeah so just like giving us some slack when we deserve it <laughs> um what what helped you get through the grind to do like listen to music did you listen to podcasts um I was one of like the weird few that like didn't really listen to much <laughs> yeah no, yeah I was like yeah and like I mean I would listen to music sometimes like if I was like really in a rut and I would like play some like tunes and that would actually like help a lot but for the most part I was just kind of just like walking mm-hmm. um I think like singing is like a lot of fun yeah <laughs> just like singing out loud or like really loud is really fun <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that would help <laughs> with any like bad mood you're in because you can't be grumpy if you're singing mm-hmm. true that's true <laughs> <Impossible>. <laughs> I think too like as a through hiker, you really just have to love nature. Like you're in it for yeah. so long. Like you really have to enjoy being out there. Mm-hmm. And most of the time I was just in awe, like just really yeah. just soaking in the present moment of like being out there. Yeah. And like, we're just, and then like all, all the time I would just be like, so fortunate just like to be there and yeah. like, wow, like I, like, this is like where I'm living. <laughs> like how many people can say that for like, for like months of your life, you're going to like live in the woods. I mean, for for some, it might not sound that great, but to us, it sounds great. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) When did it feel, when did it feel real? When did, what, like, mile were you at or what section were you in where you're just like, wow, I'm really doing this whole thing? Oh, it's totally gotta be Kennedy Meadows Ah, because, um, like, I think when I first was, like, going to do this hike, I was, like, so over my head. Like, I've only done, like, five trips before this. <laughs> but I got to, like, Kennedy Meadows. And I actually, like, when I planned my resupply boxes, I only planned for the first 700 miles just to, like, see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got to the, like, I got to mile 700. And then it's, like, such a good chapter. And, like, you know, I guess it's kind of, like, one of, like, those state crossings in a way. Like, because you, you think of California in such defined sections Mm -hmm. so like that first chapter's over and you're heading to sierras and it's like such like a iconic moment being in kennedy meadows um and it that was probably when i was like oh my gosh like i think i can do this whole hike and it was definitely something special just like being around like so many other people and i was like yeah this is i can do it i don't know it was just something special about being in something like a place like kennedy meadows because you know it's just like such a it's not really a town. It's really just like a hiker town. Like, mm. <laughs> so you know that that's like the place where, you know, you start the Sierras. Do all the hikers cheer for you when you walk in? Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was like kind of funny because we got in really early in the morning 
and there was only one other hiker there. It was, <laughs> our, <laughs> it was our friend. Um, his name's Fun Fact. And then it was just like so funny because we were like walking in, and you just hear one clap, like, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but but I was present for like other people that got like more like grand celebrations, <laughs> but it was still special. Nice, you know? nice. It was like hilarious, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, mm, were there any moments you wanted to like quit the trail or was it just like a big old grand honeymoon phase through it all? Definitely not a honeymoon phase through and through. It was like, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'll just like go back to when I got like hurt for the first time and like, I was, um, just like feeling discouraged because I was like so far behind from all my friends and, um, I felt like really slow because I couldn't hike, you know, like hike really like a normal pace. So I just felt like, um, like really just like discouraged from the whole thing. But then at the same time, I was like, oh, like I'm almost done with California. And then when you're almost done with California, that's like a huge chunk of your hike and you almost, it's like, it's almost over. Yeah. Um, so that was probably when I felt like the most, like, like I want to quit. Um, because I got hurt a second time, but that was only when I was like 260 miles away from the border. So like I was going to crawl if I had to, like no matter what the injury was. <laughs> so I, I mean, so that wasn't even like a thought about quitting at that point, but it was definitely when I was in Northern California where I was like, oh, I'm not feeling great. And I feel slow and everything just like not working out for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, what was, or, or did you do any of the challenges or the traditions that the PCT offers? I don't know all of them. I think like the most common one is the Oregon challenge, which was to do it in two weeks. And initially when I was like in the first Oregon trail town, I was like with this mindset that I was just going to bust like 30 mile days through the whole state. And like, I was like, I went in with like that strong mentality, but then like, I don't know, like, even though you can do it, I just like. I personally just don't find them fun. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and then I was like, ah, oh, like Oregon is so short. And that's when there were actually trail closures. Um, so like, even for you to do like this whole like Oregon challenge, like it'd be some form of modified version because you can't hike the whole thing. So I was like, I feel like there's no point. And then I'm just like, not going to have a good time if I do it. So I'm not going to do it. So that was just fine. Yeah, just because you can do something doesn't yeah. mean it's good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. going to seem, like, worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the other one is the 24-hour challenge. Um, I think the AT has a version of it, but I think it's slightly different. Yeah. Um, yeah. But on the PCT, it's just, like, hiking for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And then I thought that sounded awful. So, <laughs> so I, I chose not to do that either. <laughs> It is awful. On the, yeah, on the AT, it's called the force, it? the force State Challenge. Yeah, we did it. Oh, yeah. The Force State Challenge. We tried. We almost <laughs> did it. And you're supposed to do, yeah, you're supposed to do 44 miles in 24 hours. Yeah, because you touch Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, Maryland and, and PA Pennsylvania. all in one go. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. We did it in 25 hours. But Wait, literally, amazing. <laughs> by, by hour, like, 22 we were on like two, so the way we approached is we were like, let's do eight hours of hiking. Yeah. Um, try to 
crush half of it and then sleep eight hours and then wake up and do it and it'll just be boom and boom yeah. and we got to camp we did like 25 miles in the first eight hours just like running it and <laughs> yeah. we're like passed out in the shelter and you know you have to set up your tent you have to like hang your food eat your food so like eight hours of sleeping really turned into like four four <laughs> five hours yeah. of sleeping and we're we woke up like four hours later and we were we're like, oh my god, we still have 23 miles to do. It's like a zombie walk. And so we're like, we're going, and we're just crushing it. And like four miles in, we're like, just Slower. going. <laughs> just go, like crawling over the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. It was terrible. <laughs> well, kudos to you guys for actually, like, for like still finishing it. Thanks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five months, you're welcome. <laughs> we were like... We took like three days off <laughs> We can't do this again. <laughs> We really did. Yeah, that sounds brutal. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah. Did you have any um hiker trash moments? Um, I was thinking about this, and I feel like I truly became, like, pretty hiker trash when I got into, like, Oregon and Washington, where I started, like, like not, like, denying showers. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had, like, an option to take a shower and do laundry, and I would be like, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> but I'm like not okay because I'm like totally ripe and it's been like a week <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I think that I was like oh wow I really have changed <laughs> I, I feel like that's when and like I think I just got really comfortable with just having like like dirt in my food or like yeah. soft food and just like it doesn't really bother you yeah that's just like you know like a like a normal like like a normal hiker trash thing mm -hmm. um but yeah, I think it would really be like the whole passing up showers and laundry because that was pretty bad. <laughs> what was the longest day you went without taking, or what was the longest time you went without taking a shower? Um, it was about, so it wasn't two weeks, but it was okay. like kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, um, yeah. It was, like, I think we started, it was, like, from, like, the beginning of Oregon all the way to, like, halfway through Oregon. Um, maybe it was, like, a week and a half. Mm. Yeah. And then that shower felt pretty great. And, you know, actually, no, this is pretty hiker trash, too, because I remember when I got to Bend, Oregon, um, we, you know, like, normally when people, like, first get to town, they get, like, a room or something, and then they, like, shower and clean up. But I just, like, didn't feel, like, the need to do it right away. So, like, I just, like, went out and like got beers and stuff with some of my friends and yeah and I like wasn't bothered like I wasn't like super in a rush <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah no that's totally other sense. priorities <laughs> yeah totally yeah. the beer priority definitely trumps them all <laughs> yeah uh speaking about like alcohol and beer I feel like um especially when the hiker hunger hit, I would have just one beer and be completely gone, like blasted past yeah. anything else. <laughs> yeah, my tolerance is much lower. Because like our metabolisms are just like working Crazy. so much higher. And I don't know, even like just drinking like a light watery beer, like I would feel it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm drunk I, right I now. Like, yeah. <laughs> to make sure I like really ate beforehand if I was drinking or else I would just get blasted yes <laughs> yeah. yep oh yeah. that's so funny I what was some of the food that you 
what was what was some of the food that you started packing out towards the end just like really craving and also what was the yeah. food that you didn't pack towards the end which you were like i'm so sick oh, of this yeah see it's it's like pretty great that i only got sick of one thing and it was like tortillas <laughs> and oh, okay. i but i did i never got sick of like peanut butter or like tuna packets like i'm still pretty solid with those which is like nice, nice. Yeah. yeah but like for some reason like i can't eat like tortillas <laughs> like it makes me gag <laughs> which, <laughs> what did, did you just eat plain tortillas or did you like spread them with peanut butter or yeah i would normally have it like as like a wrap like a tuna wrap or like a pb and j wrap um yeah which was like so good at first and i don't know what happened but like i i can't eat them anymore which yeah. is because they're just so easy to pack out you know mm -hmm. it's like a staple yeah uh, <laughs> But I quickly ditched those, and instead I started, like, packing out, like, loaves of bread. <laughs> which yeah. is honestly nice. so good. Yes. Really bulky. Um, and then what else did I end up packing out? I packed out, like, a lot of cheese, like, hard cheeses. Yep. Parmesan cheese was my... Beautiful. Amazing. Gorm <laughs> is, like, such a treat. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. Um I picked up this habit from my one friend where he would like get a big block of Parmesan cheese. He'll like bite into it and he'll get honey and he'll like school the honey. And then he swore it tasted like a condensed cheesecake. I love it's, that. Like, it's so good. <laughs> so I, I love that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's amazing. But I, I started adding that to my food bag. Yeah. Was there any, like, so that that's one of them. Was there any other weird food that you combined that's definitely like just your hiker? gourmet hiker meal? Let's see. Honestly, I didn't get, like, too weird with, like, mm. my hiker combinations. I've seen such weird, I've, like, seen super weird things. Because, you know, like, when you have, like, a tortilla, it's like an empty, it's like a blank slate. Yes. So you see people just, like. <laughs> a canvas. It's, you know, it's truly just art. <laughs> <laughs> Like what people will do with a tortilla, <laughs> um, but no, I I didn't get any. I didn't get too crazy. Like, I would always just like you know add like chips to everything, like goldfish to everything. Yeah, no, I didn't get too weird. Did you guys get weird with your food? Mm -hmm. I did tortillas with pepperoni and goldfish, and was oh, like yeah. trying to convince myself it was like a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, goldfish is like cheddar. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's cheese and it's pepperoni. I think that was probably the weirdest thing I did. I did like, it's not weird, but I did like trail pad thai a lot. Yeah, peanut with like yeah. peanut butter and like ramen mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also like, I love sunflower seeds. And so I would make ramen and then I would just dump a bunch of flowers, uh, sunflower seeds in, mm -hmm. in it. I, it was like a texture thing that was exciting. It was like, oh yeah. wow, it's not mush Add tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask, did you, did you cold soap or did you carry a pot with you? So I carried, I carried a pot with me. Um, and I did usually have like a jar that I could cold soak in, but like, I, I'm not the biggest fan of cold soaking, but I'll totally mm. do it for like breakfast. Like, mm -hmm. like, I feel like it was easy just to have something for like your oatmeal or your granola, whatever. Um, so I did that, but I don't know. I really liked having a stove. <laughs> I, and big kudos to people that don't need a stove because they'll just like chow through like mush and like with a smile <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 
actually, I mean, I guess there are parts where there's some people that I met that would like change up their cook system depending on what section they were in. Mm. So if they were in like the desert, they would maybe like cold soak, but Sierras, they would bring in a stove, stuff like that. Um, but I had a stove the whole time. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like my yeah. stove. <laughs> yeah. I can't get rid of it. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> uh, that's a good question. Cause we're talking about this too. What, what stove did you bring? Did you bring a jet boil or did you do something else? Um, I did the BRS stove. It's like that super tiny. It's like 25 grams. Like yeah. Yeah. You like, it's like, the, it's like this big and you just like screw it onto your gas canister. Did you ever have an issue with it, like in higher elevation with boiling water? I didn't have an issue with it. The only thing that I've heard about that stove is that compared to other stoves, it's just not as fuel efficient. Gotcha. Um, but, it, but in most part, it did like the job just fine. Um, I can't really like pick up on like fuel efficiency with like the naked eye. So it, yes. it was fine. <laughs> but I did notice that I think it like it doesn't boil water like as fast. Like I had friends with like a jet boil and they'd be like boiling water like that's really fast, yeah. Yeah, and I would just have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. those those fuel canisters last so long. They do. Yeah. And yeah. so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Just wasting all the fuel I need. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what was it like this is going back to trail, what was it like with the uh, getting to the Bridge of the Gods. Like, what was it like getting to Washington as your last state? Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty surreal. Like, getting into Oregon was, like, really crazy, but that was more like a, oh, I'm glad California's over kind of feeling. And then, like, getting into Washington was like a, wow, like, it's like we're kind of, like, in the home stretch now. Mm. Um, it's, like, the last 500 miles left, and it was, like, real, it felt, like, magical. And, like, me and my friends that, cross together we'll say it because like we walked the bridge of the gods like when the sun was setting and it was just like ah. yeah <laughs> it was so cool and um yeah it was definitely a, a lot more emotional crossing because I was like really you know I mean besides like the last then like the border yes that was like the last like state crossing so yeah it was it felt it felt different <laughs> I always say like my favorite days on trail is when this when golden hour really starts hitting and everything becomes like this orangey red around you and yeah. it really just feels like you're daydreaming the entire time. Yeah. 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 It's just like with the lighting, it just feels like you're in a dream. Yeah. And the entire time. It, yeah. And then you're just like in the most beautiful places like in that moment. So it's, you feel like a six year old again, just like being Yeah. Six. Everything is just so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what what state was more beautiful? Was it Washington or was it was it or not state? What was more beautiful, Washington or the High Sierras? Oh, um, you know, it's like I don't know. They're <laughs> so they're pretty neck and neck, but I feel like um, I would say the Sierras for me personally because because I went through the Sierras a bit earlier, like maybe like earlier to mid-May and there was like a good amount of snow so that kind of made it different but even people that started as late as like end of May or early April had zero snow so I would say like their Sierra looked a lot you know maybe on neck with Washington but I had like a good amount of snow so it made it look even more like magical and like almost like 
typically what kind of, what I was expecting out of the Sierras. Mm-hmm. Um, but Washington is really pretty. And there's still, even like in this time of year, there's still like snow on like the mountains. It still looks crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, but so hard because, yeah, the Washington did bring me back to like that Sierra, that Sierra like mindset. When did it start getting buggy and how bad did the bugs get? Um, so I feel like the bugs were coming out when I was towards the end of the Sierras. And, um, yeah. And I, and I think it just depends with the snow melt because I Mm -hmm. think Oregon is typically where people assume like all the bugs are. Mm -hmm. And there were some bugs there, but I think once I got there, the snow had already like disappeared and like most of the bugs kind of went away. But when I was on the tail end of the Sierras, like the snow melt was happening and all the eggs were hatching. Um, so they were getting pretty gnarly. <laughs> so they were like, I, I hate mosquitoes. I have like a zero mosquito tolerance. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. that was kind of a struggle. <laughs> but then, um, yeah, I got pretty lucky because Oregon wasn't as buggy for me. But and I thought that it was going to be really bad. So yeah. <laughs> that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Mm. What were some of your favorite, I guess, either towns or just stays on trail? Hmm. I really liked, um, in, in terms of, like, small towns, I really liked Etna. It's in northern part of California. Okay. And I'm not, like, really sure why, but it was just, like, one of those towns where, like, everyone was just so friendly. Mm-hmm. And um, you could, like, walk to everything because... There are some towns where you really do need, like, a car, <laughs> and, like, you obviously don't have cars, so the doing, I don't know, Etna was really nice, and then um, I also, in terms of, like, a bigger town, I actually really liked Bend, Oregon, but that's more of, like, a, like, a more, like, built town, not, like, obvious, not a small town by any means, but that was, yeah. like, just, like, really nice to be in. It was, like, kind of refreshing to be back in, like, a bigger area um but etna was definitely up there was was like the culture different like were the people what am i trying to say so like on the at like the south they were very friendly in the towns oh, and okay. in the north it really wasn't like that like so, some parts were really friendly yeah but definitely in the mid-atlantic it was a lot more cold shoulder like what are you yeah. doing why are you here type I of gotcha. thing so I would say, like, in more, like, Southern California, these towns were a lot more excited. Mm. Like, they were super friendly, and um, these towns also had, like, a like a big, like, it was, like, a big, like, tourist town, too. I don't know why, but there were, like, a lot of tourists that would come into these towns. I'm like, there's nothing really here. But um, they were usually really nice, and that's where, you know, you would get, like, your free pie, or, like, maybe, like, there's, like, hiker discounts on certain things and like I feel like you saw more of that in like Southern California um you did hit some towns as you go more up maybe where they see less hikers Mm. because you know like there's more people in like the very beginning so they're Mm -hmm. used to it but some of them I feel like didn't like through hikers um (laughs) but um they were there were some towns especially like like the mid-sized mid-sized towns I feel like liked their hikers and it was like fine nice yeah nice um as like you got closer and closer to the end like did your mindset start to change did you start slowing down or taking more days off in town to try and soak in the last couple moments 
kind of I was like I kind of like hit when I was like in Washington I was like starting to feel kind of like a blues like I don't know I'll make it up for myself I'm gonna call them the Washington blues and it's just like this realization that your trip is gonna come to an end and I think there were um there were like two different classifications of through hikers at this point like ones that wanted to just get the hike over with Mm -hmm. and then ones that just kind of were you know in like a there's no rush. Like <laughs> we're only doing this hike once in our life. And I think yep. I fell into like the latter. And um, yeah, I feel like I was just kind of like doing a le- like less miles and then like having more time at camp to spend with like these people that, you know, who knows the next time I'll see them, stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, I just didn't really feel like I was like in a rush at the end because it's like a weird thing to like start to come in and actually be able to like think about this finish line (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it becomes so tangible and it's just like a crazy feeling because this whole like in the beginning of this hike it just feels like something that you'll never like really see (laughs) yes no matter how many miles you do it's almost like you're never chipping away at that end goal but um yeah and once you get into washington it's like you can almost like touch it so i was like okay i'm gonna slow down yeah just like soak it in (laughs) absolutely yeah yeah yeah, we definitely fell into the ladder too. Like Maine, we just crawled. We were like, let's go as slow as possible. Yeah. Let's just enjoy yeah. every single moment. <laughs> I'm like, let's take an extra day off. Let's do this. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's and, worth it. Cause like, you know, when's the next time you'll be there? <laughs> true. And you get so, you get so used to like, a, you did for what? Almost six months. Like that's, yeah. it's, it's not just like a trip. That's like a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah it's really uh, I, yeah that post trail depression has i don't think has registered to me yet <laughs> i know dan you messaged me and you're like oh it didn't hit me until i think you said like two or three weeks after mm-hmm. and yeah. i was like I, yeah i can see that <laughs> <laughs> it's like a slow morph of like i don't really because you you think immediately like you touch the sign and you get off and you're like now i'm sad but like it doesn't yeah. really happen like that because you touch the sign and then you're like, what, what just happened? Like you, you have mm-hmm. so many weeks of just mm-hmm. processing it. Just like yeah. what? And then, and then like for us, we, we went, um, we went to Portland, Maine after, and we like spent a few days with our family before going home. And then we went home and we were back in Jersey and it felt like nothing happened. And we were just mm-hmm. like, like life is just normal again. And you're like, but I did this thing. And they're like, oh, you're <laughs> back. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah. definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what were, were, sorry, before we get off onto like post-trail, what was, what was the last few days of trail like for you? It was, um, it was really interesting. And I would say it was particularly interesting for this year because, um, so typically when people finish the PCT, they'll cross into the border, they'll go into Canada, party it up. And, you know, people stay in Canada, but this year they didn't have the permits where you could just walk in. So as opposed to just like going through to Canada, we basically touched the monument and have to walk 30 miles backwards oh. to get to any road. <laughs> oh my God. You did so, what a sowboer did. <laughs> yeah, basically. So I was like a sowboer for about 30 miles and oh it was so weird because, so, you know, it's like basically like a 60 mile trek, you know, for that last portion, 30 miles in, 30 miles out. So when I'm first starting it, I'm seeing all these, these hikers that finished their hike. And they're like 
walking backwards and you know i'm saying congratulations they're saying it's such a weird thing yeah that's and really then, weird. um you basically i'm seeing them like finish finish like they've already tapped the border and then a, a day later like i'm in their shoes <laughs> And like I tag the border and I turn around and I see about all these people about to tag the border. And it's such a weird feeling. That must be so um, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like a little, it was like a little weird, but it was actually like kind of like a nice way to end because mm. all these people were just like, you could see it like in their faces, like, like the determination to get to the border. So it was like kind of cool, but weird. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I thought yeah. I thought it was gonna be. I complained when we had to hike five miles down from Katahdin. Like, I can't even <laughs> yeah. imagine going thirty miles back. Yeah, oh but I mean, I guess it's different because like everybody's doing it, so it's you know it's it's part of it. So mm -hmm. at least as I'm, as long as I'm not the only one that has to do it. True, it's so, collective. Yeah. yeah, it's a collective struggle. So, yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that answered the last question too. Mm -hmm. Like what was, so just what, like what was entering Canada? Like tell me what, like seeing the pillars of the Northern Terminus and like yeah. touching it was like, how did that all feel? It's, um, it was so weird. And like, you know, I've never done the AT, but I'm sure like it just the way that it ends, I can tell it's completely different because like the, you know, you kind of like just like walk up to it. <laughs> it's like because you know it's like pretty flat where you're walking and you just like kind of see it you hear some voices you're like oh it's gonna be there so then I remember as I was walking towards it I was like crying but I was like yeah. wait I'm not even there yet I'm not gonna <laughs> I, like, I like did this and I sucked back in all the tears <laughs> and then I get there I like tag the monument and then I didn't cry at first but as soon as I like touched it and I looked at it I was just like a mess I was just like a baby and I was like crying and um uh, it was like, I don't know, it felt so weird. And then I just kind of like stood there just like looking at it. Because I was like, what? <laughs> and then, and then someone else told me this later. But like, when you get to the monument, there's like a shaving of trees that basically just shows the the different borders. So you could like clearly see where's Canada and where's the US and you're standing oh. in between. And it's like really, really cool to be like, Oh, like I'm in both. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah it was just like pretty great and honestly we just got there we like sat on the ground and just kind of like looked at it and we were just kind of like looking at it for a while and then eventually we took our photo shoot but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but what people were doing this year i don't know if this is an every year thing but as our tradition for this year everyone would just like pop into canada really quick and like dig a cat hole do your thing leave your mark <laughs> So, I mean, because we can't really, like, hang out in Canada this year. So, I think that was, like, our way of, like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, that's oh, what deuces. I did. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's funny. Great. Uh, yeah. I, for the AT, I, I know it's, like, this big finale finish, like, climbing this huge mountain and being, like, I'm here and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, I don't know. Touching the sign didn't feel... For me, it felt super under underwhelming. I think I had a high expectation that there was going to be like fireworks going off when I touched the sign, and like, yeah, yeah. I I figure out the meaning of life, and <laughs> <laughs> but it was like I touched the sign, and I was like, 
oh, that was underwhelming. Like the, the journey is what was yeah. the peak and like the actual goal was like, there it is. And right. now it's time to go home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because you kind of see like, like everyone was handling the, like the end so differently. Like I saw some people just walk up to and they're like, okay and then some people were like were just like m crying like crazy this one girl just like screamed when she like like a pain scream like oh, it's no. just like kind of crazy how we all just like dealt with our emotions differently and like for others it just like didn't kick in yet um because it's it's like a weird it's like a weird way to like say all right you're done with this six month journey <laughs> mm -hmm. so and some of the hardest parts too is like the connections that you make with the people on trail. It's just like, mm -hmm. okay, now we all are going to go home. <laughs> like, see, yeah. like, it's like, it's like summer camp and you don't want to leave your friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's probably still fresh. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, it's pretty fresh. No, it's okay. But like, you know, like I'm, I'm still like talking to them like every day. <laughs> you, you definitely will yeah. like the rest of your yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, they're gonna be my friends for life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any plans for future hiking? Um, I kind of wanted to do, so I, like, in my head, like, I feel like I would love to do the, like, the two other long distance hikes, like, sometime in my lifetime, but not right away. Um, I definitely want to tackle maybe, like, a month-long trip or less as, like, my next hike. Um, I think I met some people that were hopping on the long trail, mm. but I feel like if I wanted to do a long trail, I would have to hop on like really, really soon, but I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Um, I'm not sure. Kind of. No. I got <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I kind of want to do one that's like less than 500 miles or something. I mm. think that'd be like really cool and like yeah. more, maybe just like mm. easy way to insert that into my life at this point in time. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Part of you, yeah. part of you wants to get right back on a trail. And part of you is like, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I don't need yeah, to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. You, I like, you miss it so fast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's so yeah. true. <laughs> what were, um, what were the luxuries of like society and life that was nice to go back to? You're like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Um, I really like brushing my teeth at a sink. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's so nice. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I, I I'm just like the whole bathroom situation is just really nice. Like everything in there, like the running water, the toilet, and then, um, a bed's nice too, but it's weird how I, how quickly I got used to like not having a bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I like bathrooms. Yeah. <laughs> did you, um, did you use a, uh, like a blow up air pad or did you use, um, uh, what, what, um Folding. like the foam pads yeah, yeah. Foam pads. so I started I started off using an inflatable and then I really liked it and then I actually ended up switching out to just a foam pad because I'm so lazy yeah. <laughs> and so I actually ended up ditching my my inflatable and like it's not like it's not comfortable at all but um I learned that I can sleep honestly like in like like really well like anywhere so it worked out for me personally. <laughs> Is the ground on the yeah. PCT soft? Um, it depends. I would say not really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it, like it, it really depends on which section you're in. Um, 
if you if you pick like certain campsites that are like a bit like you know a bit softer but most of it is just kind of like hard hard dirt mm-hmm. like pretty packed down yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But we're like dry. debating. Yeah. We're debating whether to bring foam pads or not because we kind of did on the AT and it was it was nice. But I also just love like just the extra cushion. It's just nice to have. I know. Like, would you guys just do the foam pad? Yeah. Or yep. would you guys do both? Okay. Oh, both. I mean, oh. some people, um, you know, do like the foam pad under and then like a sleeping pad above. Ah, that's like, so that's bougie. Extra. That's so bougie. You literally did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too bougie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I have my 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 Neo Air X Lite Thermarest. Like I, it never broke on the AT, oh, so nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it, and then we're just gonna go from there. And if it yeah. pops, I'll switch to something. Dude, those things are so yeah. squeaky. Oh my god, <laughs> it's like a bag yeah, of like chips. the potato chip ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but you, you can always like bring both, and then like experiment when you're there. That's so, true. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. How has your perspective on, I guess this is like very out there, but like how has your perspective on life changed because of the Pacific Crest Trail? Um, I would say that I, I always kind of like joke about this, that I feel like I, I developed a lot of like some like hippie mentality from this hiking. <laughs> like, I don't yep. know. You just kind of like you. You learn to appreciate such like such little things, and you quickly realize how much you don't need other things, and how like how like you really just like none of these things. You 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 guys know what I mean. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, like the fact that we were able to live out of a backpack for six months is for six months is just kind of just that in itself. It's like that's all we needed to live and truly that's you know you don't need much else everything else is just kind of like comfort and fluff um obviously like in the real world I have more things (laughs) but it really like makes you appreciate just having just I don't know just just living like bare-boned and then like just yeah (laughs) the the minimalism lifestyle is real Mm -hmm. it's very real yeah yeah it really is and it just it's really nice to just like kind of uh, be able to almost like pick up your things and just like live wherever you want in terms of wherever, you know, legal camping goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely took away like a lot of like lessons from this hike. And I was like talking to my friend about it. And it's just like thing- little things, just like watching the sunset and the sunrise every morning are just like little gifts that mother nature, you know, provides for you. And like just being able to, have those two things and like being able to see them every day is just something I don't like take for granted as much as I did before. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's, it's cool. And then just like meeting all these new people, like I probably met the nicest people in my entire life on trail. So just in terms of like humanity, I was like, wow, like, like humanity's like my faith in humanity has been restored. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jersey can definitely, uh, Take that away from you. Take that away from you. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, I just, it, it, for me, it, like, placed, not that, I guess I was, but I wasn't super, super materialistic before, but it takes placing your happiness in materialistic things and putting it in a more present moment in, in things that are just a little bit more simple and a little bit more mm-hmm. worth being happy over. Yeah, yeah. 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 
no, I, I'm following. <laughs> <laughs> um, was was the PCT everything you thought it was going to be? Yeah, I mean, I I like base. I kind of went in with like a relative blank slate. Like I didn't hold like any like hard expectations. Like I didn't like. Yeah, I kind of went in, you know, watching these like videos. Like I knew that it was going to be beautiful. Like and it was truly beautiful but it it almost like I guess exceeded my expectations because I didn't really expect to meet all these amazing people that mm -hmm. I would probably be friends with for the rest of my life and then like just seeing the things that I've seen I just didn't think that <laughs> I don't know because you can't you can't look at a video and get a full grasp of how it's going to be it's going to be much more and like it's like when I post like a picture on Instagram, like yeah, it looks really cool on Instagram, but you know it, it looks so much cooler in oh, person. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't translate. <laughs> so I definitely got a lot more out of it, and it's yeah, it's been a lot to just like take in like post now that it's over. <laughs> um, mm, I was gonna ask, do you have any advice for future PCT through hackers like us? Um, I would say maybe just know that the desert's not flat. Like, <laughs> like that's like the only thing that really messed me up in the beginning. <laughs> like, I, I thought it was going to be like super easy. <laughs> um, but I guess just, you know, maybe like do a few, like a, like practice hikes or just, you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, now that you guys, you guys did the AT, so you guys, you know, have a pretty good understanding of, like, what your bodies are capable of, and, like, mm -hmm. um, uh, like, just, like, starting off a little bit slower and stuff, but just, like, don't really set too many expectations for the AT, I mean, sorry, the PCT, and then um, I've never done the AT, but just from what I've talked to other people about, but maybe just, like, you can't compare any of these three long distance hikes. So just keeping them kind of separate because um, I felt like some people were kind of comparing like yeah. in terms of, you know, like this or that, but they're just so different. And I'm sure like you guys will find out for yourselves. Um, but yeah, the desert's not flat. That's all I've got. <laughs> Great advice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, what would you tell Stumbles who's still on trail uh, not to take for granted? Um, I would say not to take for granted. Um, I would probably just say like, like, I guess like the, like the, like the people, because I, like as much as like I struggled both physically and mentally at so many points in time, like it was a lot of times I got through them because of the people around me. And a lot of times I would be like, oh, like, you know, I'm a solo hiker, blah, 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 blah. But like, even as like a solo hiker, like the people that you meet will get you through so many things and just whatever. You just can't take any of those people you meet for granted and like just like keep them really close. And Danny, just like kind of like the advice you gave to me post trail, just like keeping those connections really strong and just like, co like constantly just like keeping contact with them because, you know, yeah. we have this strong experience together we went through this journey together and like that's something that you can't replicate with other people right mm -hmm. so uh, yeah it's about the people <laughs> always as always. they say <laughs> you know <laughs>
Elena Osborne. Yeah, she did a good job. Oh, right. <laughs> it's the people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I know you've only been off for like a week and a half, but do you have any like future plans in the near, in near future? Are you moving out west now? Are you like just packing your bags and oh, leaving? Man. I I don't. So my immediate plans are just to kind of like get kind of reacquainted I'm like trying to just catch up with friends and like you know like get get you know all that family and friend time in and then yeah. I do have to figure out my next job yeah like I do want to hike but you know again like you kind of need money to hike so yes. <laughs> um I will figure that out but I'm really not in a rush and I'm pretty I feel I feel very fortunate that I don't have to be in a rush. Like I'm still living with my mom. So, <laughs> so that's like a luxury that I have that some may not. So I'm just going to yeah. like take advantage of like being in that position and then we'll see. And then I'll go do this hike and I'll watch you guys do the PCT. That's my plan for next year. <laughs> <laughs> just a through hikers. Through. <laughs> yeah. Living vicariously through always. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> what, um, did this hike make you want to stay uh, in New Jersey or did it make you, I just feel like the, the AT for me was just a big jumping off point. I'm like, I could do anything. Mm -hmm. Like I, yeah. I, I mean, it all takes hard work and dedication, but like I could do anything I want in life. Like I can just pack my bags and move somewhere else and try something new. Yeah, that, that definitely, like I definitely had that same feeling on the PCT, especially because like, you again with like everyone that you meet you also cut it's almost like unlocks like all these like opportunities that are available to you in life like you meet someone that's doing some like that's living their life that way or that way or that way and you're like wow like I could do that and like you yeah. really can like really do anything um and yeah and I'm and I'm definitely like thinking about it because I don't have to like go back to like my like life that I left I can do something different <laughs> um so all things that I'm thinking about at this moment <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah the west coast is amazing and like it, even if I can't like live out there or anything or if I choose not to like I'll definitely like it definitely holds like a special place in my heart just like that whole west coast so yeah Oh, my friend's saying, come to Mexico. Go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico sounds cool, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it's it's your first trail, too. Like, it's like a first love. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, your your first trail will just have a special place in your heart. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Rose-colored glasses <laughs> for the entire thing. <laughs> yep. Uh there anything you want to throw out to the thriking community tell them um i would just say that like i uh, like i initially thought i was so over my head for doing this hike i was like so ill-prepared like i'm like again i'm like such a noob what am i doing but like the reality is that like we can all do it you know as long as you're you know like like give, given you're like an able body person and you like really want to do this, like as much as you just have to like really want it and you can do it. And, you know, a lot of people have messaged me and said like, Oh, I'm so jealous of your hike, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, well, if you, like, like ask, ask away, like ask me all the questions you want because you truly can do it too. Yeah. And I like mm -hmm. really encourage it. So just 
trying to take that extra leap or that almost like a risk to do something a little bit crazy like it's so worth it yeah. <laughs> um yeah that's probably we'll just put out there because you know no one has regretted doing one of these hikes nope. so exactly <laughs> even if you do a little bit of it it's like so worthwhile yes yeah ha have you inspired anyone from has like hometown like from parsippany has anyone reached out saying like i'm thinking about doing this or blah 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 you know it's um there was actually i mean there's like a lot of my friends have asked a lot of questions and like i'm not sure if they're they want to do like the whole pct but they are definitely getting interested in backpacking just as mm. like a general hobby and I'm like that's amazing yeah. um there was actually someone that follows you danny and i think she was like four years younger than me from par hills mm. and she like ended up messaging me and she was like saying how she's interested in the she's interested in the pct and she wants to like connect about that and i'm like that is just like so cool yeah it was yes, Jenna. It yeah. Was yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was really it was cool like... i remember i remember she messaged us when we got off the at i was like oh damn that's so freaking cool i was like i didn't think a single person from parsippany was interested yes. <laughs> and then i also remember you like dropped an announcement and i was like i was like someone else is hiking it this year i was like that's yeah. like that blows my mind i was like i didn't think people from parsippany hiked <laughs> yeah yeah right exactly and then yeah. like yeah and it was like so cool and, the, and hi jana she uh, <laughs> she like messaged me and i was like oh my god it's so cool that like you know like even like in our like New Jersey community, like there's, you can already like talk to them about, about something. And like, you make like an immediate friend an immediate connection just over this, like, will this want to do something a little crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Jana, when are you starting the PCT? Any idea? I think she has college. And I think that she's starting at late northbound what um actually this is my last question what do you think is a good mm -hmm. good like cutoff date that like probably going northbound past this date is just like you're asking for yeah trouble so i think what people typically say is that um that may would be a little okay so you can do you can start in may obviously and like mm -hmm. do a successful through hike um just recommended that you do a lot more training than the average person um, like that's starting in like March or something because I met a lot of people in that did May but they were starting off doing kind of like closer to 20 miles a day okay. um, but they did a lot of like prep beforehand because to do like that type of miles but I would say like maybe when you get to like past May 15th that'd be it and then because like they don't release um, any permits past Bay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Well, mm -hmm. um, all the main people I talked to sounded awful. Yeah, it probably just, it gets really hot. I <laughs> yeah. assume it gets really Very hot in hot. it. hot. Yeah. Yeah, because like there's, 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 you know, there's like seasonal water sources that probably end up drying up um, when you wait a little bit too much longer. Oh, okay. Very cool. No, that's actually really oh, cool, cool. Jenna. Yeah, that's really smart. Nice. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Do yeah. that. Crush it in March. I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Um, but uh, if you're still going to be in Jersey when uh, we get back from Korea March 1st, but if you're still in New Jersey, uh, it might be kind of cold at that point. But if you like want to do a backpacking trip with us, like we would love it. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. got to start getting ready, like shake down 
all of the new gear yeah, that we're just gonna like buy last minute <laughs> that'd be so exciting and then by then you guys will like have your your permits and like we'll know your start date and stuff so that'll yeah. be like super cool Yep. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's think, so exciting. I think I we want to meet you guys in person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I think yeah. we're going to start April. We want to do the first week of April, I think. I think that's what yeah, we're that's awesome. aiming for. Yeah. Cool. 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 Well, it was Thank awesome. You. It was yeah, awesome talking so to you. Great. We were like, we were so yeah. excited to talk to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we were really I know. excited. I'm so excited to be your first PCT person on your, <laughs> on your show. <laughs> nice. Um, good luck with. Good luck with just the next few months and in figuring out things and yeah, just all of that because it's just a stumble. It's a stumble through. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and good luck with the rest of you know your teaching in Korea. I, I it looks like such a blast. Yeah, it's so, a lot. It's a lot of fun. Definitely. If yeah, yeah if if you want to like live in a different country, it's it's a great experience to really soak in like local mm -hmm. culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll keep that as a note. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Sweet. All right. All right. Well, we're gonna get ready for school because we gotta go teach in an hour, and you probably are going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. It's hiker midnight, right? It's past hiker midnight. <laughs> right. It's hiker midnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was great talking to you, yeah. and uh, yeah, we'll stay. We'll stay in touch. Right. Yeah. Sounds good. Sweet. All right. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the conversations of episode 10. It was a blast to talk to a hometown friend and our first PCT through hiker. If you want to join in on future live chats, you can head over to our Instagram, which is at Let's Trek Together. We go live once a week, usually on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are a thru-hiker and want to be a guest on a future episode, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or by email, which is letstrektogether at gmail.com. Until next time, guys. Let's, let's trek, trek together. together.